2: confident like it's going to be stronger it's better we can wrap up this story it'll be fun it'll be positive however i will have to kind of repeat <laughs> you know what we were just talking about and everything because that you know oh, that's fine yeah we, we didn't
3: get any of that
2: yeah we got like three minutes of uh conversation before everything got fucked from the internet connection uh, but it looks like everything's connecting here we're looking good About 15 seconds out. Everybody watching, make sure you check out those sponsors you see down there. They help us out. Hey, we're live again. What's up? (laughs) Yeah, so anybody uh, watching this, yeah, we 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 tried to run this live. We only got like a handful of minutes in before the internet was booting us out uh i've been having internet connection issues all day uh hopefully it's fixed now the uh, spectrum was out there fixing <clears> things up on the pole so should be all good now um yeah so any anybody tuning in this is team spicy it's been a while uh some of the team has had a, a lot of things come up and scheduling has been tough as you may know the quarantine life pandemic shit has been tough in general you know but um But yeah, it's been kind of rough to schedule and continue this, and unfortunately, Team Spicy has got to come to an end, but at least we were able to kind of work this out and get together and do a kind of wrap-up session. So anybody following the Team Spicy story, you've seen the first couple sessions of official Red Rules, um, you'll get some closure at least to kind of what was going on and those characters, you know, maybe where they're headed and what's happening. Um... Yeah, and before we get going again, let me thank Mickey, who plays our solo, Viking. I know you're sick and you're still, you know, making this happen. I really appreciate that. And, uh, and Heather, who plays Eddie, I know you've been, you're just getting over being sick and on the trail end of that, if not still kind of feeling it, and we're in the hospital and stuff. So again, I appreciate, you know, you guys making the time and kind of having fun getting through this. Uh, and then Alex, of course, you know. Uh, on on a different time zone, making the time to make it work. And I know you're taking time away from another uh, campaign that you were able to start up. And that that always sucks to have to pull away. But at least you're, you know, giving us the time so we can put some closure to Team Spicy. I'm excited about that. Um, Let's get the chat open just in case. Um, We're lucky enough to have people actually come back and watch us again. They were with us for (laughs) a few moments and then we kind of disconnected on them. But we should be good okay cool yeah there, there, there's at least a handful of people back watching they've they caught on that we're live again so that's good let's see here I want to make sure we're not uh we're not frozen all right it should be working now i think people could hear us but they they couldn't see see the video moving but yeah all right chat's open we're ready to go i want to do before we get started um, well, first off, you know, like like I said before, thanks to the sponsors that are kind of helping me out and hooking things up Check out com. You'll see the partners page lots of cool discounts and things there to explore um, But I do want to recap kind of where team spicy left off kind of where we were and hey, what's up? Bruce Ford. Thanks for coming back. Um, we had some internet connection problems, but we're, we're back um, But yeah, I want to recap, you know where we were at with team spicy the past couple sessions and where we left off and then kind of where we're at now um, first off uh, valentine was hired by uh, the company he works for continental brands by olivia Forsyth the uh the ceo there to go and do some uh covert bomb placement at some satellite on a roof of some club and i guess that was owned by a rival company and some things there but you guys pulled it off um, Rescued some of the people, made made a big fuss. Uh, ended up maybe not being as discreet or under the radar as as it, it could have been, but you still pulled off the mission and that was cool. And everybody got paid. But um, the bouncer guy, I guess, took some video, and then they were in the hospital interviewing other people that were there. And I guess it was cool. The bartender didn't knock anybody out, but the the bouncer definitely talked shit, you know, and provided the video. So there's that going on. Um, then it was like, uh, I guess the company told Valentine, you know, take some time off you and Cody, lay low. We've got to try to clean up this mess. Cause you know, it's bad press and all that. And, uh, they don't want to be attached to, you know, the bombing and they want to get you in the clear of that, obviously, cause you work for the company. Um, but during that downtime, Viking had a little situation. You guys were all hanging out in his building in the combat zone. And as you know, Viking kind of helps protect the building and keep things in, at peace, at least in that little section of the neighborhood. And, um... But yeah, there's been a van coming through the combat zone regularly for months. They've been snatching up people of all ages, not just kids, but women, adults, everybody, and who knows what's going on there, but there's uh, you guys kind of tracked some of that down through a neighborhood kid putting a tracer on and ended up at the docks, fought a bunch of pirates and scavengers and rescued a couple girls, the neighborhood girl that was taken, um, and uh, You know, got got a bunch of of files and uh, his agent to the pirates, the people that were doing the human trafficking. Um, So you were having Cody try to hack that, get to the bottom of that to maybe, uh, you know, end their uh, human trafficking stuff or kidnapping situation or whatever, at least get some revenge. But that Cody's working on that. Um, During that process, Viking ended up losing a hand, um, got a critical injury. That was kind of rough. Um, and in the time of red, you can't just go and say, okay, well, let me just replace the arm. You actually have to go through, uh, you know, being stabilized in the therapy process of that injury, that critical injury before you can move on to get other surgeries and other things done because there's all kinds of stabilization things when it comes to like the immune system and heart and nervous system and all that. It's, I guess it's not as simple as just, well, if I hurt myself here, let me just cut it up here and start over. I guess that it's part of the process. Unfortunately. Um, whether that, that makes sense or not, that's how, that's how the red rules kind of are. And you currently don't have the money to get the, the arm done. Um, but you, you were able to kind of just hack and slash a cybernetic arm off of a, uh, one of the enemies. Uh, you'll have to kind of find a, a good tech that can maybe fix that for you. And then a ripper doc to maybe install it and get, get, you know, this, all, all that process started. You've got, you're at least able to get stabilized, get the healing process started um, we'll say some time has passed. Everybody was able to get armor fixed, get their hit points back. But um, but you definitely have to, you know, save up your eddies and get the right hookups to get that arm taken care of. Otherwise, you got to save up even more eddies and do it professionally at the hospital or whatever. But who has that kind of money? you got to kind of work your angles, I, I would suggest. But, um, but I think that's kind of where we were at. Uh, am I right about that? Did I miss anything? I think and you cool. got everything. It's funny, everybody on Push to Talk now, because uh, you guys aren't feeling well and stuff, I know, but uh, but it's just funny. Everybody's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, didn't forget nothing. Like <laughs> It's funny. Um, yeah, so like I said, you know, we'll say that for a few days after you were able to kind of rescue that girl and get things going, um, You know, Viking was able to at least get the healing process started and heal back. Um, everyone else was able to heal. You were able to get the repairs done that you need. And everybody's somewhat back to normal with the exception of Viking with no hand. Um, and yeah, uh, other than that, over the days, Eddie Brass uh, being the rocker boy, uh, and just anybody watching, Valentine is our exec, Eddie is our uh, rocker boy, Viking is our solo. And, um, but Eddie Brass, you saw some articles released talking about the cyber bar footage and making you look guilty, uh, bringing up past records and song lyrics and, uh, and the media who wrote it is that one bitch Olivia Trooper that's been gunning for you and your band. Um, she's always uh, hating on you and your band ever since you declined having her as your personal media going on tour back in the day. Um, so I, I'm sure you remember her, but she's been writing some bad shit. But honestly, you know, no press is, is bad press. And in your case, the shit she's saying actually makes you look even cooler to your fans. Yeah, puts the heat on you a little bit. Maybe hurts your case if something really pops up because they are looking for you for questioning, as you know. Um, that makes you look bad. But as far as a rocker boy, pretty fucking cool.
1: <laughs> Especially very anti-establishment.
2: Exactly. Like considering how Eddie Brass is, that kind of press actually isn't hurting. You know, um, probably getting more fans out of that shit. Um, yeah. Sales
0: have gone up by. Eh.
2: Exactly. Um, yeah. Aside from that, Cody has been trying to hack the uh, the digital log and the agent. You know, the digital log from the boat and the agent that he had. Um, but it's encrypted a bit a bit above his skill level, um, and he suggests his cousin Jinx, who works for some underground company and is just a, a better uh, net runner and has some tech background and hookups. Um, so he kind of like establishes that and gets that hookup happening. Um, because she's a cousin, she's down to kind of help it out for free. She's you also uh, get to meet her. She seems pretty cool, uh, but she's definitely more uh, anti-establishment, anti-corp style. She kind of is more like that than otherwise. Even though she works for a corp, but um, but she is down to kind of help because of what it is. Even though like she typically might not like to help her cousin Cody, who is very much so in the exec world as a netrunner. You know what I mean? But, um but she's down to help and she says that she can ha- she can take care of it It shouldn't take her long um she'll hit you guys back soon uh, maybe you'll owe her a favor sometime but like Cody said it's family she's cool so you can trust that um, other than that you guys have been hanging out and like I said healing and repairing uh, Valentine gets a call from uh, Olivia Forsyth and let's just see if uh let's first get you guys over to night city since that's where you guys are hanging out right now and since Ooh i do boy. and since i do have the night city map right here uh that our talsorian games released plus what you know i have the advanced copy of red obviously we do but um there's the new night city uh which is awesome you can see the hot zone there in the middle and uh corporate corporate zone is no longer right there so like they're kind of spread out they no longer kind of want to be right up next to each other so much uh at least in these areas, you know? But um, but yeah, there's all, all the sections. You guys are just kind of chilling, like I said. Olivia Forsythe gives Valentine a call. Let me see, I've got her uh, her right here. And you're familiar with with Olivia Forsythe. She's hit you up before. But yeah, your agent's ringing, Valentine.
3: Oh boy, okay. Pick it up and hope for some good
2: news. Yeah, she's just like, hey, sweetie, (laughs) we fixed your messy situation. Uh, You can get back on the clock now. I'm sending you an address to one of our new Oasis locations. Uh, We need some system cleaning. It seems Petrochem left some nasty programs in there. So bring Cody with you and get that station cleaned up and ready. Thanks, sweetie. She hangs up. Uh, Soon after that, your agent just kind of beeps, uh, you know, with the coordinates and a four-digit code for the uh, the locks at the station.
3: Cool, cool. Oh, man. Well, I'll uh, call up Eddie and Viking. Yo, what up, man? Ring, ring. <laughs> uh, well, I got, I got some work. If you're interested, we're. Uh, we're What's we're the gig? I mean. Yeah. We're, we're, we're thwarting a, a Petrochem attack.
0: I mean, you know what I always say? Fuck Petrochem, right?
3: Right? Yep, yeah, that's, that's why we get along so well.
2: Yeah, it's one of those, uh, you know. Petrochem has those Chew for You stations, and now Oasis was a subsidiary. But in the time of Red, they kind of broke off and went above and beyond Petrochem. They're not—they don't really get along, but they're definitely taking over the, the stations and turning them into a, a, you know, their Oasis's. Continental Brands is turning the Chew for You stations from Petrochem into Oasis's, and um, and that's what they've done with this one. So they recently acquired it from Petrochem, and uh, they needed Cody. And you guys to go and basically just make sure it's cleaned up. Uh, the system in there has some nasty programs, she said. So that's why Cody needs to. You guys need to get Cody there to go clean that up.
3: Oh yeah, we love Cody. What does What does an Oasis do? What does uh, it an Oasis
2: station is basically like, um, you know, think of it like a Seven Eleven or Circle K, um, but one of those ones that has a little bit of everything. At least when when things are in stock, like you can go there and get kibble and you know, uh like quick food items and stuff like that and drinks and smash. But then they also have like just normal care items like to live. It's like, you know, mini grocery store and supermarket meets a department store or something. But it depends on what's in stock. But they're kind of like the only one out there now taking over uh other you know, than the chew for you stations by Petrochem. So I've been, uh, that would be
1: Mickey's favorite place.
0: Uh, I've been picturing like those uh, those turnoff stops on the Jersey Turnpike where they literally are like a little town.
2: Yeah. Yeah, they're just pretty much like a big, you know, big. They're all different sizes, but like a big or a small gas station, but one of those ones that's not just to pay for gas or whatever. It actually has like a little store inside and stuff, you know. Um, what's up, Isaac? I see you're in the chat, too. Thanks for joining us, man. But yeah, I'll get the street sounds going since you guys are hanging out in the, uh, in the city. Um, and, uh, for those of you on the team that didn't get a chance to download, uh, Sirenscape, I know you're not able to hear it, but I assure you there's city noises and sirens and cars and things going on. Use your mind's ear, not mind's eye. Use your mind's ear, I guess, and kind of imagine that. Add that to your mind's eye shit for this game and just picture it. I'll tell you when sounds are coming in. Yeah, you guys are hanging out in the city. Um, Valentine called you, told you what the gig was, um, you guys agreed to it, so I imagine you guys can all get together. Um, so yeah, you guys get together, you've got the address, um, the coordinates.
3: You know let, uh, Cody know where to meet us, I'll spot him the cab there.
2: Yeah, he takes a, uh, you know, you, you guys can all do the, uh, the whole metro car or, uh, Combat cab out of the city. Um,
3: Combat Uber pool.
2: Yeah, you're gonna have to do something because it's a, you know, it's, it's to an Oasis station, formerly a Petrochem True for use station. It's just outside of Haywood, Santo Domingo. Um, so if you're looking at the map, you can kind of see where that is in the, I don't know, kind of southeast portion of the map, but it's out there past. Uh, the Haywood Santo Domingo area in kind of like the reclaimed perimeter so like heading out on the main highway off one of those streets um, is where the coordinates is kind of bringing up this oasis
0: so um I I go to my I actually go to my neighbor the one who I helped uh, with this kid I'm like hey man I, I hate to do this to you but do you guys need your van today
2: he's like oh I don't have it now it's being fixed I had to get some work done
0: uh fair enough straight up man straight up um uh, thanks for the heads up uh talk to you later take care
2: yeah no problem man anytime if you need it you got it cab yeah
0: yeah it looks like we're taking a cab man our, our van is uh our van hookup has it in the shop at the moment
2: yeah and you guys can pull together I can kinda I don't know we'll save you a little money we'll just say it's a couple couple hundred uh, eddies and you can get out there at least and um And we'll say you can just kind of scoop up Cody on the way. We'll make that, you know, keep the price all in one.
1: Yeah, we're up.
2: Okay, cool. Yeah, let me bring up the... uh... Yeah, so you guys uh, pretty much drive out through the city and... um... And, like I said, it takes you through Haywood, Santo Domingo. You guys end up, you know, getting out through, I don't know, the wasteland kind of areas where it's very desolate and not much going on there. I'm kind of entering, I guess, what's considered kind of the desert, and, uh, and we'll get some of the, the searing wind noises and stuff now. So, thanks to Sirenscape, our sponsor, you guys have desert noises going on now. I'll fill you in as we go, like I said, since you're not, some of you don't have the the player hooked up yet but there you go on roll 20 you guys are kind of pulling up to this oasis station um you can kind of see um you guys see it on the map correct yeah i got it okay good i just wanted to make sure it was coming through um everybody give me a perception roll as you guys are pulling up and pulling in and getting dropped off I don't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, yeah, at least... Uh, yeah, Ed, Eddie is preoccupied. I'm not sure what he's doing, but he's not paying attention, as he should be. Maybe he's dealing with the cab or doing something. I don't know. But Viking and Valentine, definitely. know. As you guys are pulling up, um, you kind of get uh, a lay of the land or whatever, but it's uh, the the back and sides are surrounded by hills and mountains, um, which you can kind of see are... The gray, so it's almost like horseshoed in this little cut with uh, hills and mountains. Everything appears barren, very desert-like. A little ways down the road, you can see a couple factories and smokestacks. Um, There's some big craters in the parking lot and burn marks up the side of the building, um, which are obvious signs of when Continental Brands took this location from Petrochem. Um, It doesn't appear to be purchased through a deal, (laughs) if you know what I mean. Um, it has tinted windows you can't really see, see inside, um, all the doors uh, appear closed um, as far as pulling up. Um, and you can see the, these little brown circles over here off to the side, those are just big craters, um, and this whole side of the building is kind of like charred, like the bricks and stuff. Um, so there was definitely some shit that went down I guess maybe during the transition period from 2 for you station to uh, Oasis. But, yeah, you guys pull, pull up, pay the cab. Uh, it's taken off. You guys are pretty much out street side, we'll say, down here. Um, these four squares are just where the gas pumps would typically be. Um, nothing seems to be in service. This is like like Olivia described, a very new station you guys acquired. Um, so you got to clean up. You know, Cody needs to clean up the, the system that's in there from the bad programs before everything can run under the Oasis uh, brand.
0: Looking up at the uh, the mountain wall that seems to be surrounding us, uh, do I notice any, like, shimmers or glimmers up there of something non-natural?
2: No. Okay. No, you don't notice anything. And also, entering this, you know, kind of... It's not so much a combat situation, but since it's a heightened situation, you know you're going into you know, something where at least... Cody's feeling like it might be combat. At least he's got to get in the system and deal with programs, you know. Um, you can uh, allocate your combat awareness points now if you just want to let me know, just so we're aware of where things are, because some of that stuff is in uh, threat detection, which uh, uh, you know goes to awareness checks and stuff. I didn't know if that was part of what you're doing since you already rolled a perception, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not putting any into it just yet. I'm gonna focus some more onto the combat, so give myself the plus one in damage and attack.
2: Okay. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so no glimmers up there. Um, and, and with that perception, you got a pretty good scan of the area, um, and Valentine definitely did too. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary. It's pretty much how I described it.
0: So uh, start making a way. Sorry, go ahead, man.
2: No, I was going to say, yeah, the winds are blowing. Uh, let me get your... Uh your tokens on there on, make sure grass viking valentine all right you guys are on the map you guys can uh let me know what you want to do
3: well uh viking do you want to be first in
0: Yeah, I'd prefer it, and, uh, you know, I'm still going to recommend we travel as close to the wall as possible, keeping our heads kind of low.
1: Does Valentine want to be in the middle or take rear?
3: I'll I'll take the back.
2: Sounds good. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can see uh, right here is the front doors. Um, From where you guys are that's what you see and the whole front is just a bunch of tinted windows um, very low wall you guys can probably crawl down beneath it like uh, Viking was suggesting if you want, but that's what you see on this side There's cricket noises
1: I was gonna say I'm waiting for Mickey. Mickey said he's taking point, but
2: okay. So
0: uh, <laughs> hold on, let me move my character here. Uh, do we see a door on this side where the sta- where the gas pumps would be?
2: Yeah, there's a door right here. Two double doors right here.
0: Okay, cool. No, it, sorry, it's difficult for me to see for a second there.
2: Yeah. There's two double doors and then windows along the, either side, along the front of the building. And since you guys are on this side, you can see on this side of the building is just solid brick uh, with, like, the char marks going up from these big craters in the ground. That's what you can see from where you guys are at.
0: So uh, I'm moving along the wall there. I've got uh, I got my axe out and... Uh, approaching those doors keeping my head low to the windows
2: okay cool yeah give me a stealth roll nice yeah you're, you're creeping right along that ground like a sneaky little snake you're slithering no one sees you you're all low <laughs> you're making it see
0: See, you lose a hand, you gain stealth abilities. So yeah, that's yeah. that's
2: the key here. <laughs> you just put just your arms weight ba- to make noise. Your arms back and you're on the ground just
1: <laughs> Do you want us to make stealth rolls too, if we're following?
2: If you're following, yeah, do that. I just wanna see uh, you know, if anybody's making noise or popping up in, in, in the frame of the window. See how well you guys do since you're trying to crawl along there. Nice.
3: I'll stay put for now I I okay. know my history with stealth roles every single one
2: has been a one <laughs> see right. I think
0: you need to embrace it and be crunk from Emperor's New Group just give yourself a theme song uh
2: huh yeah yeah that's good Eddie makes it up too nice and sneaky like you guys are up at the uh, up at the front door oh where's Cody at um, okay oh, yeah. now we
1: just kicked the door down
2: I need to put him on there Um, here, let's use, let me find somebody we can make Cody. Yeah, we never did give him his own, uh, his own token or icon or whatever, you know?
1: He's background, it's fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't have anything that looks the part for him, really, but whatever. We'll have, uh, we'll have this be him just for the sake of, uh, the play. There he is. He's hanging out with you, Valentine. Um, he's he's waiting for uh, Eddie and Viking to make you know make sure it's clear for him to go get in the system.
3: Oh, he's dressed a lot snazzier than usual.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I didn't I didn't have a good. We never did you know make the art form a token, so I just kind of I'm winging it with what I have. At least it's one of the younger guys here. Actually, I think that was like one of the y- Yakuza uh, hitman guys from the other stations, but. Whatever, we'll play like that's Cody. Very loose and uh, not as uh, sharply dressed. But yeah, he's chilling with you, Valentine. Eddie and Viking, you're up at the front door.
0: All right, so uh, the front doors, are they solid or are they like most convenient stores where it's like glass?
2: Glass. Two double doors, glass.
0: And when you say tinted, is it still able to be like looked through or are we talking like straight mirrored tint?
2: No, like blacked out. You can't see through it.
0: Alright, cool. Then I'm gonna... I'm gonna... um, It probably has a chime, so there's probably no point. But I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm gonna try to slowly open the door just a little, just to get, like, a peek in there.
2: Um, It's locked. You can see, like, a little code system on the door. Valentine has the four-digit code. It came with the coordinates.
0: I, uh, I look back at them, and I go...
2: Uh, it's locked. Get your booty
1: on up here, man. Uh-uh.
0: No. I have, I have an
3: internal agent, so I'm going to just relay you the
2: code. Valentine okay. stayed you. back at his uh, his little condo, and he's, like, texting you from there. He's like, yeah, yeah, here's the code. <laughs> um, let me know how that turns out. This is just, out. like,
1: Zen in the <laughs> up on the roof. Yeah. Yeah.
2: At least he was helping uh, call shots and, you know.
1: It was very helpful.
2: Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, you, so, sh- you send uh, the code. You got the four-digit code. You see the little keypad. You can easily put that in and unlock it. Yeah, punch it
0: in and unlock it. It's unlocked. You
2: hear it go... Now tick. I,
0: uh now, now I like, slightly open it and take a peek in there.
2: Yeah, give me a perception roll.
1: Just stick your whole head in there. That way they have something to shoot at.
2: Yeah, you, when you push the door open, um, it definitely goes... Boom, and you hear, like, a little ring kind of go out throughout the store... Um, Announcing that the door has been opened, Uh, you peek in. um, It's 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 pretty dark in there. Um, You know, there's a couple little emergency lights like on each each side of the walls, but nothing nothing is on on. Um, You can see there's uh, it looks like there's a handful of bodies um, on the ground, Um, but just by peeking in, you know you can't can't see enough about them or whatever. But you definitely see there's some bodies laying on the ground. And, and, you know, some normal stuff. Let me uh, let me reveal, since you are peeking in here, let me take away some of that fog of war. Um, at least what you can see, you know? You can see there, there's like a... You can see on that... Fr- there's a first row of, like, goods and stuff. It doesn't look like any of the shelves are stocked with anything. They look kind of ransacked and empty. Obviously, this is a new... Uh, takeover or whatever to become oasis um but you do see like off to the center right what looks like a center counter um there's like uh you know refrigerator doors on one side and on the other um and like i said you can see like what looks like a, a handful of bodies um up in the darkness and stuff but you can't see too much just peeking in
0: well given that the chime went off i pushed the door open the rest away i'm still creeping because like i don't want to fully give away my position but I'm going to move in and uh, move directly behind this this shelf that's right here by the front to work my way around the perimeter.
2: Yeah, move in. I will follow. Let me see where you guys are going. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, you you can get in, and those shelves are only, like, you know, chest high, so you can see past them and kind of see the interior of the store um, once you enter. Uh, When you go in, the chime goes off again. Boom! Like, kind of passing some sensor. Um, Yeah, you can see that there's... A bunch of shelves that typically hold goods um like i said everything's pretty much empty um you can see like different shelves and cabinets off to the side um in the very back you can see what looks like a, a cooler doors um and they look open um they're all just kind of like open ransack nothing really in there there are some empty uh containers and bottles and things here and there front cash register you can see the the register right there um and then you see you know, a f- uh, few bodies over here. You can see what looks like a leg sticking out over here, so maybe there's another body around that corner of the shelf. There's it looks like there's another body sticking out from over here. Um, so Just by glance, it looks like, I don't know, maybe four or five bodies scattered around from where you're at, anyways.
3: And the shelves are empty?
2: Yeah, everything is pretty much empty and ransacked.
3: I was looking forward to some jerky and nuts. <laughs>
2: It's not that kind of establishment, man.
0: <laughs> uh I'll start moving my way around this way to the to the leg.
2: All right. Yeah, you see there's a, there's definitely a body down on that side.
0: Give it a little pokey poke with the with the axe there.
2: Yeah, no movement. Looks uh looks pretty stiff actually. Uh like it's been here a while. Go ahead and
0: search that sucker.
2: You know what we should do?
1: Split the party more. I'm going to go on the other side of the room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Valentine says it's night city. Every establishment is that kind of establishment. Um, yeah, there's another body over there too, as well. Um, looks pretty, uh, blue and stiff. But yeah, just looking at the bodies from where you're at. Give me, give me another perception roll. And I know you're searching at Viking. I'll tell you that in a minute, too. I just wanted to see how much you're noticing about it as you go through. And Eddie as well, since you're over there with another body. Sounds good. Even There's still desert, desert windstorm sounds going on. You're out in the middle of nowhere. Um, yeah, Eddie's, Eddie's not noticing. You're just kind of more overtaken by, you know, yeah, it's a dead body and stuff. Not noticing too many details. But Viking, um, you you notice that, you know, the, the body has definitely been dead a, dead a while. It's stiff. Um, it's wearing a Petrochem security suit, um, which looks like they're all kind of wearing the same suit based on what you saw on the other bodies, and now you're getting a closer look at this one. Um, and you see the Petrochem uh, logo. says security. Um, but... You are noticing that uh, the body in the suit has, like, tattoos and piercings, like, on the face and stuff, and, like, a a mohawk. It definitely doesn't look like a petrochem guard.
3: Interesting.
0: So, So, uh, go go ahead, Matt, go. You go. All right. Uh,
3: Since Viking and Eddie are in there, poking around and I don't hear gunfire yet uh, me and uh, me and Cody will wander up to the front
2: okay yeah you can do that um, and you know you guys have those intercoms so you do you can like hear like little chatter so when Viking and Eddie are like oh there's you know looking at the body just let me know if you're kind of saying those things out loud or communicating it to the rest of the team um, but yeah you, you can yeah.
0: I relay my findings, and I'm like, "This doesn't seem right."
2: Um, yeah, and Eddie, you you notice when after Viking points it out, the body you're looking at is wearing a petrochem uh, suit as well, um, and you know has some visible tattoos coming up the neck and stuff. Definitely, you know, uh, looks like a skinny dude doesn't doesn't really look like the petrochem guard style of person, anyways.
3: <clears throat> With uh. Maybe human perception, or education, or local expert. Could I get a read on who these people actually are, and maybe are they are impersonating security?
2: Yeah. What's your? uh, Give me. Do you have deduction? Um, Because local Mm. local knowledge and area, you know, that that's kind of specific to an area. You're supposed to pick you know, an area. Um, but you could give me... Um, let me see Let me see what you have. If you don't have... Um, I didn't
3: take deduction because it felt like kind of a cheat. I like to work things out on my own rather than rolling the dice and saying, Hey, gimme.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, you can give me... Yeah, you can give me human perception. And you can give me... Uh, maybe conceal reveal object. I know you have it listed as weapon, but just just put that and I'll kind of combine those things as if you're read, reading the human, but we know that he's dead. It's not like you're reading his emotions, you know? Um, okay, great. Those are awesome rolls. Um, yeah, just by kind of looking at it, you can definitely tell that like, this doesn't fit in with petro, the typical Petrochem guards, and you guys have dealt with Petrochem guards. You know what they're, what they're typically like, and they're usually kind of clean cut and through the process, drug tested, and you know, very private guard style not hired third party um so this isn't fitting in uh, you're, you're, you're picking up with that type of role that, that these guys look like uh, booster gangers like th- this is uh, some type of booster gang um maybe they took the suits maybe somebody put them in them whatever but this they're they're, de- they're definitely not petrochem guards um and also Viking uh, vikings since you were searching them into all of them have you know empty pockets uh since you're going through this body and and you know, we can have Eddie look too, um, since you're portraying the same info. Um, nothing is pockets, but there is a rifle next to him, and there's a rifle next to the other one, Eddie, too, as well.
0: Uh, so, I'm, first of all, I'm gonna pick up the rifle and make it, to see if it's got any rounds in it.
2: No rounds. Um, and you can give me. You have like a general tech role or like wep- weaponsmith smith, or anything like that. Um, wait, I don't. There's not weaponsmith in this, is there? No. Um,
0: no, but we're up
2: to the official red rules. I got to make sure I stick on the, the proper skills here. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can give me a, a, a general tech roll. I'll, I'll sure. let you do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Give me one second. Let me get to it on my sheet.
2: Yeah, no problem. Um, but yeah, and and Eddie, the other body too. Again, really nothing on him. Just a, a rifle laying next to the body. <clears throat> I mean, while you're looking up that skill, we'll say uh, Cody does a little uh, scan to try to see where the, the access points for the system are, and he's like, oh, "Okay, cool. It looks like the access point is right inside behind the front counter." He's like, oh, "While you guys are checking shit out, I'm gonna get to work."
0: Good. So
3: good. I was just gonna tell Cody to have a seat. It's covered.
2: Yeah, he'll go behind the counter and kind of he'll sit on the floor, so at least the counter's covering him for the most part. And he's getting out his, uh, his deck and getting ready to, to jack into the, uh, the system. But he's, he's preparing to do that. Uh, what were you saying, Viking?
0: Uh, I rolled six on that tech roll. I wasted a crit on a 3D10 by accident.
2: Oh, a six? Um, yeah, you don't, you don't really notice anything. Uh, you know, it's not really your specialty. But there's definitely no, no rounds in this rifle.
0: Yeah, I, I pick it up and just kind of sling it on my back, not thinking anything of it, other than hey, easy money, and I can get, I can put towards a hand. Um, there's a there's a back room entrance back here. It looks like on the wall there, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and let's do this. Uh, everybody, click on your token, and then give me initiative. That way, we can just start going in order. Not that we're in combat or anything like that, but I just want to give everybody, a, you know, an equal turn here as we're going around, since everybody's in there doing different things. okay nice um yeah eddie what's up what are you doing
1: um honestly he's probably gonna just like skirt along the perimeter and sort of just wake make his way towards the back of the building
2: okay yeah use your movement let me know where you're going okay yeah you get back there and uh And you can kind of see in this doorway, um, it looks like uh, past that doorway, like which is open, it looks like it goes into some type of break room or something. Um, And again, all the shelves, everything is just pretty much empty. Um, Looks like this place, you know, it's in a transition period. (laughs) Sounds good. Cool, and uh, Viking? Yeah, I'm going to move
0: to that back wall, too. A square represents one on our move, correct?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I make it back to this doorway here. And uh, I should have one extra move point left if I can go inside that room.
2: Yeah, you can do that. And you can see that it's pretty much a hallway. There's a back door that's closed um, right here. Um, So that door is closed. Um, there's a door right here that's closed, um, and it looks like it just says cold storage. And then this door is uh, closed, or open, sorry. And you can see in there, and it's it looks like an office. Um, you're up enough, you can see in there. And Valentine? What's the exec doing? What's
3: we he up Guess I'll ask uh, Viking and Eddie if they found anything interesting.
0: Uh, yeah, I got the office back here. Any files that you might need are probably in here. Kind of hoping
3: you tell me that there were no bullets in that rifle.
0: Oh well, I yeah, that was already that information already was relayed back when I was searching.
3: Okay, fair enough. Um, then. I'm gonna wander around looking for any kind of bullet holes or signs of combat. Because if that, if if they if they brought a rifle here and it's got no bullets in it, either there's there was combat and they emptied the mag, or this there's some fuckery afoot.
2: Yeah, give me a give me a perception roll.
3: next time i make a character for you rob i'm gonna put perception at
2: the top you guys explore a lot you look around a lot um yeah you're not noticing uh anything you know you're definitely not noticing any bullet uh, holes anywhere but you know with a perception roll like that there's a lot more of store to cover probably take you another turn to do some more searching you know
3: well, as long as I'm not dodging bullets, that's
2: what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. At least nobody's shooting you right now. Okay. It, uh, yeah, and Cody is just jacking in, uh, and he's like, yeah, guys, I'm in the system. All right, this, this shouldn't take me long. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm seeing about four four uh, levels down. Let, let me get into this. Uh, Eddie Brass, what are you doing?
1: Uh, he's probably going to move back into the other room and check it out.
2: Okay. Yeah, it's like I said, it's a break room. Um, typical break room stuff. You know, there's like a little table and chair. Everything's kind of dirty and ransacked. There's really nothing there. Um, there's an open door in a bathroom uh, right there, and nothing is special. There a pers- no, no. Is no, there no.
0: a person covered no. in boils getting sick in there?
2: No, 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 no. But somebody definitely didn't flush. So there's that situation. Yeah. <laughs> I had to give you something. I don't know. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I do what I want. All right, Viking. (laughs) Uh,
0: I'm going to actually open the cold storage and take a look in there because, yeah, that that seems interesting.
2: Hey, what's up? Renegade and Chris Bennett are in the chat. Thanks for joining. Um, I believe that's Renegade who's playing on the Cyberpunk 2020 uh, campaigns that we have running under the Cyberpunk Uncensored channel. Uh, We have another GM running those sessions. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you open the cold storage and it's, you know, just like I, I said, it's a pretty much a big open sort of, uh, big freezer. Um, and there's nothing in there. You see like some racks, um, some empty boxes, a couple crushed, some empty cans and things, um, some empty kibble sacks open, maybe a handful of kibble spread out on the ground. Looks kind of old. And then these cooler doors open with the racks and again, nothing's really stocked up. Um, and it, you know, nothing's cold either. Like, you know, this place isn't really running, you know? Um, I
0: see in that probably smelling the rotten food that is the kibble on the floor. uh, I turn around and I go into the office.
2: All right. Yeah, it's definitely got that stale, old, nasty food smell. I mean, you go into the office and typical office, uh, there's a desk, um, no computer, no phone, um, just a desk uh, and a chair. And uh, no paperwork or anything like that, um, but there is some drawers and and, and such in the desk. Um, but over to Valentine.
3: <clears throat> uh, I'm getting a little spooked. This feels like some kind of setup. So I am going to move by the door. I don't I don't know if I can place myself like in the corner, like looking out the door. Can I see through the door from the inside?
2: Um, yeah you can look out the doors are just double glass and we'll say you know when uh, Viking pushed them open um you know they're open you can see in and out well
3: the uh, if they're if they're closed like you can't see in. oh if they're closed or... yeah
2: you can't see in they' everything's tinted like blacked out tinted
3: okay so it's uh, up to you if you want yeah.
2: to close them or what
3: uh, yeah I'll, I'll go I'll go close the doors
2: yeah and you can see out you just can't see in you know what I mean
3: so yeah, when the doors are when the doors are closed, you can see out from the inside. Correct. Fantastic. Then I'm just gonna you know post up behind the wall and kind of peek out.
2: Okay. Yeah, you do With that. The doors closed. Yeah, yeah. You close them. You're kind of g- given lookout. Um, desolate desert area. Uh, maybe every few minutes a vehicle might go by, or every handful or whatever uh, caravan of such. Um, but other than that, you're out in the middle of nowhere.
3: Mm, this desert is made of desert.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of desert in this desert. Um, yeah, and while you guys are doing that, um, Cody starts uh, saying, Oh, shit, oh, shit, and starts, like, freaking out. And then uh, all of a sudden, he catches on fire. Um, and you can see his, he what? his cyber deck and his interface plugs, everything that he has just starts catching on fire, and his body's catching on fire. And, uh, and he starts freaking out and, like, trying to put himself out, and everything's catching on fire um and then all of a sudden uh you can hear like little alarms kicking off like in the store and then uh emergency walls drop down you can see the the glass window and doors that you're looking out valentine um just drop down like metal like like kind of seal off the building i mean you can kind of hear that around the building and uh and then you hear the release of some type of spray into the room, uh, like a... Ksh, sounds like some type of spray. Um, and does any of you have... Well, again, like we said, you don't have deduction. Valentine, does anybody have deduction? Or I'll take general education or anything chemical-related that you can roll.
3: I got the education. I also...
2: Or, 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 or I'll even take tech if you don't have a skill for it. But if you have an education, you can do that. If you don't have uh, deduction, education, anything chemical-related... Oh, nice. Wait, did you roll more than once? Oh, okay. Never mind. Sorry. Um, yeah, Valentine, you uh, – uh, Eddie, Eddie and Viking aren't familiar. I mean, you, you can see, like, some type of spray mist kind of fill in the air. Um, but Va- <laughs> Valentine, you, you are familiar, uh, maybe in the exact sort of buildings that you've been in or something – Um, It's called halon, and it's basically a liquefied uh, compressed gas that stops the spread of fire by chemically disrupting the combustion. Um, But um, with your education on this sort of stuff, I guess, or or at least your knowledge of what you learned on it with some maybe corp uh, education tape that you've seen uh, for fire safety, um, this definitely seems like a more concentrated version. Usually when this stuff comes out, it's, like a thin gas you barely even notice, and the fire goes out. In this case, it is super fucking thick, um, and, it, and it, uh, it's not putting out the fire, um, but you guys are definitely uh, having a hard time breathing. It's having a sort of uh, suffocation effect. Um, and when you suffocate, uh, you know, in Cyberpunk Red, as you know how the rules work, um, you basically have your body stat in minutes, to hold your breath. So whatever your body stat is, is how many minutes you can hold your breath. And then after that, we start deducting your body stat from your HP every round. um, Just to give you a heads up of how this is gonna work. Um, So all that is going on, and Cody is kind of convulsing, and he doesn't seem to be doing too well, and he stops moving, and he's just kind of on fire. Something fucked up has happened to him. Um, but all of you are holding your breath. Look at your body stat and just tell me how many minutes you have. I just want to know that.
0: I got eight minutes. Are we hey. are we still sticking to roll initiative roll?
2: Uh, no, we're gonna do a new one. I'm just I, I want to get these minutes down first. Eddie, what was yours? Oh, seven. Six. Oh, seven Uh, is Valentine. Valentine. I see. Sorry. Okay. So, yeah, it looks like Eddie is the most uh, susceptible to getting hurt after a minute here. So everybody click on your token, do initiative, um, and just know that after six minutes, Eddie is going to have to start taking his body away from his HP every round. Um, Valentine, you've got seven minutes. Viking, you've got eight minutes. Um, But all that drops down, the gas fills, you guys can't breathe, you're you're quick enough to at least (gasps) take a deep breath, and now this is where you're at. Um, Damn, okay, Valentine and Eddie, give give me a 1D10. All right, Eddie's first. Eddie, what are you doing?
1: Uh, clearly holding my breath, but probably trying to move towards the front of the um, building or trying to look for windows.
2: Yeah, you can move up, move your token up to the front, Uh, whatever your move is, number of squares.
1: That's all I got.
3: Six minutes is a long
1: time to hold your breath.
2: Oh, I know. In, in in reality, holy shit, that's like some uh, ninja meditation, like, world record shit, you know? Um, it's like
1: Olympic swimmer kind of
2: shit. But, hey, sometimes you need a little bit of help as an edge runner in the very hard fucking tough world of Cyberpunk Red, you know? So maybe this is one of those situations um, that give you a little bit. Uh, but Chris Bennett says, uh, Halon systems are dangerous as hell. Um, kick them until it stops. I think he's talking about the... Uh, the fire, he said, Displa- it displaces oxygen. And then he said, yeah, start putting holes in the wall. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Chris. I always enjoy you uh, being in the streams, man. You're always contributing ideas and funny thoughts as well as good ones. And I love that shit, so that's cool. But yeah, you're able to move up there. Uh, yeah, you can see the tinted windows on uh, the tr- front door tinted windows, Eddie. Um, through that, you can see you know, a metal drop-down uh, sort of security wall or whatever that comes down. Um, that was your movement. You have an action if you want,
1: uh, he's probably not going to do anything to be honest. He's probably going through his mind thinking of things to do, probably thinking, well, if I try to put a hole in the metal, it's probably just going to bounce back and hit me. So I'm not going to do that. And he's just like kind of going through things in his head right now.
2: Okay. Over to uh, Valentine.
3: Well, uh, hmm. I have two plans. Uh, uh, let's do the less crazy one first and see if that works. Uh, after we got paid for the... Well, no, I guess I probably couldn't do that. Uh, it was always my plan to buy uh, an air pistol when we got paid. With uh, acid rounds. Um, You
2: have that. Didn't you deduct that? I I saw it on your uh, character sheet. I know it's exotic, but I'm going to let you have it. Um, Because it's not like that does a bunch of damage. It just reduces SP1 every time or whatever the acid does, you know?
3: Okay, cool. But as long
2: as you deducted that from your money, you can have it. And if you forgot to back then because you were kind of planning, thinking you were going to get it ahead of time, you can deduct it from your money if you want now. Yep,
3: it's all good. Um, I'm just going to start shooting these acid balls at the door which I'm assuming has a metal plate in front
2: of it. Yeah, well, you know, it's the glass doors, um, and then the metal drop-down outside of that. Um, so you could open the glass doors and get right to the metal wall if you want.
3: Yeah, that's, that's
2: what I want. Okay. Uh, what's the rate of fire on that?
3: I have no idea.
2: Uh, no,
3: I, don't, I don't have the document. Up I think month.
2: it's a 1 because you have to load it each time with its own round, but I'm not sure. I'm not positive. Um, I'm not so educated on the exotic weapons of Cyberpunk Red.
3: If this air pistol doesn't have a hopper, it's garbage. <laughs> I'm just gonna see that. Let's see. <laughs>
2: uh, where oh air pistol. Um, I don't see it on your thing. I see your ammo.
3: Yeah I didn't I didn't write down the rate of fire.
2: Okay. Um well, we'll say at least one. You can you can reduce uh, by one each time it can, like, uh, you know, hit. And to hit this immobile object, um, I'm going to make you roll your to hit. Do you have that weapon listed in your character sheet? Yeah. Yeah, if you've got that, where is it? Okay, yeah, I'll make you roll it, but it's going to be super fucking easy to hit a wall in front of you. I'm only doing this to see if something terribly goes wrong and you miss or something fucked up, you know what I mean? And yep. and as you do know in the rules, when it comes to objects like walls and things like that, there's really not an SP, there's an HP. So you just have to keep reducing that HP to basically break through it or whatever, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, you're doing handgun instead of uh, air? I mean, it would do more damage. Well...
3: Uh... What um, is is there an airgun skill? I figured it would be handgun.
2: Um, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Let me see. Yeah, it's listed under handgun. That's a hit, anyways. That was you know you, you critically successed on that as well. Um, but yeah, so that reduces the uh, the HP. Um, like I said, no SP when it comes to objects. Um, so, you know, your pistol probably would do more damage. Let me just turn off the ringer here. That was annoying that my phone actually beeped during a session. Usually I keep that shit off. Um, but yeah, you were able to at least, you know, hit the metal wall kind of where the door is. And you see it, the acid kind of deteriorate the metal at least a little. It's affecting it. But again, that acid is really only reducing it by one each time.
3: Really? I thought it would be more.
2: Uh, no, because I think it, uh, I mean, I'll have to look it up. Like I said, I don't have it in front of me. Um,
3: yeah, me either, and I'm not able to find it. But I'm almost idea.
2: positive that the way that it works is, you know, it's, your, it's still the same DV to hit or whatever, but the acid reduces uh, SP by one on each successful hit. Something like that. Um, but, yeah, Viking, over to you.
0: So um first things first, I pull up my uh, anti-smog mask that I bought, which will—I uh, bought this way back. This is part of my starting kit, so I don't got to worry about the the gas in the air. And then uh, I'm gonna let's see, hold on, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Eh. Uh, this door that's right here by the office—that's a back entrance, correct? So if I open that, I just get—I can see the metal uh, metal plating or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um when you say metal plating, is this a solid sheet of metal or is it like those roll down shutter systems we we have even now?
2: Um yeah, no it's it's like solid. Um can't really tell how thick it is, but it looks pretty thick. And that door is locked. Um Oh it is. Okay. But he but he did te- uh, but he did text you the code. You do have it for the building, just seeing it. Um
0: yeah, i punch it in real quick just to open that door so I can it, get a, a general view of things.
2: It was an irrelevant detail, but I had to say it. Sorry. No, it's all good, i like, it's locked, but you do have the code. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it open, you're looking at the metal uh, thing, just like the front door, you know? At your, the whole building is surrounded by this or drop-down.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to look to see if I'd have some kind of skill that would relate to me. But I don't have security tech or anything like that, so I wouldn't have a decent knowledge of it can I can I kind of like tap on it to get you know how like when you knock on a a wall you can kind of get a general feel of how thick something is or a door how thick it is
2: um yeah yeah I mean it definitely seems thick uh and being a solo I mean you're you're familiar with this sort of shit you know like when it comes to armor and things like that and SPs um in this case HPs because we know like I said how inanimate objects work um Instead of being down in like the tens and twenties, this is probably up in the forties and fifties as far as HP because it's very thick. So it's going to take a little bit of work to kind of break through.
0: Okay, um, um, looking, looking at the at the at the metal. Is it like completely flush with the exterior wall, or is there like a, a decent gap? Where? Um, between the metal the metal drop down and the exterior wall, like. Looking at the door frame, is there is there like a gap between, between um, yeah, it, or maybe, is it like flush, perfect?
2: I mean, it's pretty fucking flush, but I mean, you might be able to like wedge like a pinky in, you know what I mean? Like it's it's mm. right against it.
0: Okay, so I yeah,
2: Damn, you definitely couldn't um, figure body in between it or anything like that. Yeah. No,
0: I was just looking for about three to four inches of clearance.
2: No, it's like maybe you know a pinky worth or something. Okay,
0: all right, a finger um, width. All right, uh, and. This is like a full mechanized thing. There's there's no chance of rolling a strength check to try and lift it even a gap of, of a of a bit.
2: No way. Yeah. This is uh, yeah, yeah okay. mechanically controlled. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I, fig- I
0: figured I figured as much, but thought I'd ask just to get a full lay of the land.
2: Yeah. It seems um, like you know the the typically how mechanics and things are controlled there is like you know it'd be a, a net runner would have a control node and maybe could do it. Your net runner just got fucked, but um, the other way, you know, like I oh. said, is. HP fighting your way fucking through and stuff because,
0: but there there is a data port correct. Um yeah. Okay. Uh, where is the data port? Like the keypad that I just used, or is it all the way back where he is behind the counter?
2: No, it's where he is at the counter. That's the access point.
0: Okay. Um, and it's the only access point. Fuck. Uh, he got fried off it, so it's probably stupid to jack in there. Yeah, think. Yeah, well just cuz I I have the interface plugs that work for mechanized objects like this. Like I can't control a computer like a hacker can, but I can control like cranes or doors or cars or things like that. Like that's one of my cyber cybernetics. So I was like, "Oh, I could probably jack into this control panel here and raise the sucker up." Even if it's like a few inches, I have an idea of how to get it at least enough to get us out of here, but if that doesn't work, I'm not going to the fry terminal over there. I'm not deep frying my brain. Um, so, you Maybe know what? It's ins-
1: a short session if you did.
0: That's true. Uh, so, you know what? Actually, instead, I am going to go over into the freezer and I'm going to look for where the the piping has to come in for the cooling system. Because that's usually something that would have to be mounted on, this, on the roof, even in the time of red. I can't imagine they have anything you know, smaller than at least a wall unit, air conditioning unit that has the kind of power to create it a- Yeah,
2: I mean, you can see a cooler in like the corner of the co- uh, cold storage. Um, like a vent? No, like a unit that's up against the wall um, with piping coming off that goes into the wall, but it's not like it's some big... You know, you couldn't fit a body through it.
0: Uh, okay, so it's not an exterior unit, it's an interior unit. Um, well, then I guess I'd just start hitting the... Metal shutters with my axe. I don't. That's all I got at this point. Try and get some space. Even a gap in the wall would be good.
2: Yeah, you can do that. Um, give me your uh, your melee if you're using your axe. And again, like I said, super easy. I'm just looking for like a crit fail sort of thing because this is an immobile object. You're standing right the fuck in front of it. Um, yeah, you hit it. You hit it. Give me the damage.
0: Twelve damage, and uh, that's a rate of fire too. So you want my second one? Yeah, do that.
2: Nice. Give me the damage. There you go. All right, cool. Yeah, you take some pretty significant gashes out of this thing. Um, you can see, like, some chunks of metal kind of split and, and fray off and stuff as you slash at it. Um, so that felt good at least. Uh, back over to Eddie. Eddie. Uh, Yeah. And I'm just skipping Cody. Cody is out of commission. He's, uh, he's charring and not doing too well. So yeah, he's pretty much, I'm going to put him over here out of commission. All right. Eddie,
1: uh, Eddie's going to move to the front door and try and help, um, Valentine get through this metal, I guess.
2: Yeah. Go for it. You can move over there. So
1: clearly we, we, we made it through the glass, right? That's not an issue. We're to the metal, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Valentine opened those doors, and he's right against the metal. He already hit it with acid one time, reduced the HP a bit.
1: Okay, I guess uh, Eddie will try and tell Valentine to like move aside, just in case something does ricochet, and he's gonna try and shoot the same spot that Valentine was going for.
2: Yeah, go for it. Give me your uh, whatever you're gonna use—handgun or melee or.
1: Uh I'll use handgun.
2: Yeah, you hit it. You mean the damage? You got a rate of fire of two, or is that a very heavy? It's a medium. Okay, so you have a rate of fire of two? What are you what are you using?
1: It's a medium pistol.
2: So, yeah, rate yeah. of fire, too. Yeah. Yeah, give me the damage.
1: I was going to say, it must be really hard to not hit a door.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was good. You, you The bullet definitely took some chunks of this metal out and kind of sunk into it a bit. You see it kind of weakening a bit. Uh, Valentine? Valentine?
3: Um, I am going to hop over to Cody and take off my jacket and just beat the hell out of him with it.
2: Um, yeah, you're, you're able to put him out. Uh, it takes your turn to put the fire out. Um, so at least there's no more like smoking and charred and stuff. And, uh, and it was really just smoldering anyways, that concentrated halon was kinda of putting him out, but he was just kind of smolder charring. Um but you're able to put that out. He's he's fucking dead though, he's out of it. He's what? He's dead.
3: Oh man, fuck that guy.
2: Yeah, he's he's dead. He's charred. <laughs> and a little convolted too, like uh it was more than just fire. Some, you know, he's he's pretty fucked up. But yeah, uh, Viking.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna keep going at this wall.
2: All right. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, give me your whatever you're using, uh, melee or. Okay. Cool. You can do your second one now too. I know you've got two attacks. Nice. Yeah. Give me the damages. Twenty. Yeah, this this the metal back here. It's like it's it's hanging on by a thread. You have it uh, almost split open. There's enough chunks and stuff. Probably just a couple more hits, and you're you're probably going to be broken through. Um, Eddie,
1: I'm going to keep shooting at the the door. Try and get some sort of ventilation.
2: Yeah, go for it. Here, let me move your token over there too, just a so little. There you go.
1: I do
0: want. I do want to note. I'm not ignoring you guys, but you're absolutely right, Eddie. We need ventilation. That means we need two entry and exit points for an actual breeze to cut through.
2: Yeah. Give me your. uh... Oh no. Critical fail.
1: I knew it was coming.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Give me your second one. For damage no no no. oh uh, i
1: rolled one and then rolled the second one the second one was a one.
2: oh, oh i didn't see the first one there it was a 14 okay that was a hit yeah the second uh yeah there's damage um that second one um it didn't didn't go through and now your gun seems a little bit like jammed up it seems like it might take you another round to get it working um, good times yeah yeah but at least you, you did a little bit of damage there um you see some more chunks of the metal kind of fray off and stuff valentine
3: uh i'm just gonna run up next to eddie and take out my handgun and put some bullets in this wall
2: all right do it give me your uh your hand you have a rate of fire two handgun
3: i'm assuming it's two yeah unless you have a very
2: heavy uh you should have a rate of fire two so just give me both of those and let's see if both hit since you're popping them off Nice. Two good hits. Uh, give me the damages. Nice. Damn. Yeah, you break through the metal. Uh, there's a nice chunk of metal uh, broken through. Um, you can hear the desert wind kind of whipping by. Um, it, you know, It's big enough at least to get get your head there and kind of like breathe if you need to. Take another breath and then you get your whole other... You and Eddie can have a whole other uh, body stat in minutes worth of holding breath. Uh, it'll definitely take a bit more damage to break through enough to be able to get your full body through, obviously. You know what I mean? Uh, but you did break through. You, you, you got all that through. Uh, for, Viking?
3: Uh, I'll, uh, I'll relay the um, air pocket to Viking if he needs to come over for breath. Also, I did find the rules for the air pistol. Okay, good. It, it looks like a rate of fire of 1 and 1 damage to SP. Yeah, I thought like, it was a little bit
2: better than that. No, no, no. It's like I, like, like I said, it's, you know, rate of fire one. You know, it's an air hypo. It's an air gun. So it's not like you have a full clip. I think it's like a load up. Got to load it up again. Pew, you know, um, it's kind of good. I
3: was expecting a hopper.
2: Yeah, like a, like a paintball gun. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It's more, yeah, I think it's more of like a medical thing that became an exotic. You know what I mean? Um, so maybe, Wait, but maybe, we'll, that, maybe we'll that hopper have... idea would be great to uh, uh, talk to a tech about, and maybe invent something along those lines. Maybe you can do more with that. What you going to say? Well, just,
0: I was going to say in the, sorry if there's too much detail, but the red book that you gave us, the air pistol is listed as an exotic medium pistol that fires paintballs.
2: Yeah, but it's not, it doesn't, you don't have a paintball hopper, though. It's a rate of fire of one. Okay. Yeah. just
0: wanted to check because yeah, it didn't sound like the same thing. I didn't realize it. All right. Anyway. Gonna, no,
3: that's uh, it. Just, you know, send an email to Smith real quick.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, hit up just, you know, text in the time of red, man, they're makers, and they have their, their subcategory skills are like inventing is one of them. You know, they can literally invent things that you come up with. It's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, Viking, you hear that. Uh, you obviously still have a handful of minutes. Each round is only a few seconds. You still have time. You're fine with holding your breath. Um, in fact, you, I mean, out of everyone, you have the most time. You know.
0: Yeah, and my anti-smog mask literally makes oh, right. gas like, it's not a problem.
2: Yeah, I forgot so, you have that mask. You're 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 completely yeah. fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna finish. I'm gonna take my last swing at this. Take my swings at this uh, wall to try and get an opening on this end too.
2: Yeah. Give me your two swings. Knock them both out at the same time. Nice. Slash slash. Successful. How much damage? Yeah. You yeah. You break through. You're done. That just like the front. You did enough, like you just see it kind of crack open. You could totally like poke your head out if you needed to and take a breath. Um, you know, have to do a bit more damage probably to, to get through all the way. Um, over to you, Eddie.
1: Uh, I'm going to keep trying to, well, so my gun jam, do I have to take a round to unjam oh, yeah. it? Or... Yeah, you do, yeah. Okay, I'll do that, I guess. Although I'm gonna take another breath I'm gonna I'm gonna take a breath yeah, and then fine. I'll do that.
2: Yeah that's fine. Um, uh, Valentine
3: uh, I'm gonna wait for Eddie to move his head and then shoot the wall again
2: <laughs> I like how you waited for him to Thank take you for his, waiting. yeah for him to take his breath before you go for it give me give me your shots both of them. Nice, even with that uh, that bad crit. It, it you know, you did you did fine. Um, give me the damage.
3: Two hits or just one?
2: Just one. Yeah, nice. It it, it breaks open a bit more. Um, probably would take a, another shot to be able to make it body size worth Viking.
0: Um so just before I ta- before I make a choice, uh, looking at the thickness of this wall, it's uh, if you were to relate it to a physical object, how thick would you say it is?
2: Um, I mean, it. it's thick. It's, you know, uh, thick steel. Is it
0: like
3: thick as a brick or thick as a bookcase?
2: Um, no, 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 not like a brick, you know. It's like a, a you know, bookcase style, you know, like uh you know, thick steel. Not thin like a, a car uh, door covering, you know but um but thick steel uh, drop down meant to seal the okay. place
0: all right then yeah i'll just keep taking some wax at it and try and open it up more yeah or that probably uh, just need we'll, a you know two
2: two successful hits um with the okay. damage will probably break through all right Val- oh no it
0: should be wait i thought i broke
2: through a little no, no, bit. i mean right, you know though. body size worth
0: oh got you okay, okay yeah. yeah let me uh let me take some shots then
2: Nice. All right, give me those damages. All right. Yeah, you break through more than a body worth. Uh, you you can easily like kind of get in and out right there now. Um, completely broken uh, open. You can see the back parking lot and mountains and wind whipping around.
0: And uh, I'll relay that over the comms. I'm like, hey, I got it open. It'll vent the rest of the way if you guys make your way back here. Grab uh grab Cody on your way by if you can.
3: And he just spent his bonus on that nice new outfit, poor guy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you guys can do that. You can grab uh, Cody and, and get out uh, through the back. We'll kind of, I'll put you back there. Uh, so, yeah, you guys are out. Nice, fresh, uh, well, as fresh as the dark dystopian future desert air can be, whipping around smogs and pollutions from nearby cities and the faint... Uh, still toxic airs from red fallout you know but it's better than halon gas which was concentrated to the point you couldn't breathe at all you know Uh, so at least you're out there so yeah you can move your tokens out to the back if you want valentine and eddie
0: are we sticking with turn order
2: um yeah yeah we can stick with turn turn order if you want or you guys can talk to each other you know just tell me what you guys are doing or whatever
0: I'm. I'm gonna immediately start looking for um, uh, the fuel fill spot, like where when new tr- new tankers come in, they utilize it to fill the gas. Uh, you know the gas reserves.
2: Yeah, you don't see any up back, o- back here on the back side of the building, anyways.
0: That's fair. Uh, I'm good. Like that's what I'm doing, progressing forward. I'm keeping an eye out for that.
2: Okay. I'm um, Eddie Valentine.
3: Go
1: ahead, my dude. I'll just follow Viking, I guess, because probably just taking a few, like, deep breaths, you know, enjoying being out of that
2: situation for a minute. All right. Yeah, you guys can walk around the side. Um, You you guys going this way or the other way? Crater side or this side?
0: Parking lot side for me.
2: Yeah, when you go around that corner, um, give me a perception roll. Um, Everybody can give me a perception roll if all of you are following.
3: I was actually going to chill inside for just a few minutes, uh, check over those Petrochem bodies, see if I could find any kind of identification or a work badge, anything like that.
2: Okay. Yeah, you you go through the bodies, and um, it's like I said, all of them are wearing Petrochem security suits. All of them definitely don't look like the typical security guards for Petrochem. They all look kind of rough and... Booster gang style, um, and every single one of them has a rifle laying next to them. None of them have ammo. Um, and uh, I'll use that perception um, to back on things that you were looking for before. If you want to look back over, um, and you don't see any bullet holes inside. Uh, Viking and Eddie, when you guys get around that side, you notice that there is some type of uh, um, intake right here for probably their fuel tank uh, to restock the tanks
0: cool um i'm gonna make my way over to that
2: okay yeah you can do that and what are you doing inside valentine
3: well if i don't find any um identification on these guys then i'm just gonna head out
2: okay all right yeah you're out there um yeah, you guys can walk over to where Viking is, over by the pump or whatever he's uh, checking out. Um, I'll bring uh, Cody over there. I, I'll take it you're kind of dragging him around with you, his body.
0: You're absolutely right. I would be.
2: Yeah. Viking, you want to head, head over there with them?
0: Yeah. Um, so looking at it, I'm sure it probably hasn't been serviced in a minute, but that doesn't necessarily mean the reserves are low. Um, I want to try and figure uh, – essentially – I guess, open it to get an idea of uh, the levels of gas remaining.
3: It's not the time to siphon gas, my dude.
0: Oh, trust me. I'm not siphoning no gas. Uh, I'm taking it your corporate self hasn't been involved in a setup before, but uh, we're going to be on the lamb here for a bit, so might as well destroy what we can.
2: Yeah, the uh, you, you get it open. Um, you're able to kind of maybe – use your axe handle and things and kind of shimmy it open since you don't have the, the proper wrench and things, but you get it open um, but you don't have any type of uh, dipstick or thing to kind of check it that they typically use um, you'd yeah. have to kind of think of a way to make that happen
0: oh, I, I already and have and what's, um, what's
2: Valentine doing? You're still in the back there are you coming over here with Cody? You dragged him over there?
0: Uh, yeah,
3: I'm, I'm sticking with Viking because I, I don't know what the hell is going on now
2: uh, you're over
1: there. Um, Corporate shenanigans.
2: Yeah, just right then when you get that that open and you're gathered around and, and you know you do smell some fuel coming out of it, um, the faint you know fumes, um, and you also see uh, uh, an unmarked van uh, pull into the parking lot over by these pumps, uh, kind of over here, um, and it just kind of pulls in and parks. Um, but that's what you see. You guys are kind of over here at the corner, and through these pumps, uh, you can see the van pull in. You know, in between the pumps and the the little roof thing and the pillars, um, you see that van pull in on that side of the the parking lot. So, is it pulling up to the to
3: the pumps, or is it? Uh, just
2: no, it's straight? it's right it's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it pulled in, so the front of the van is facing the craters. The back of it is facing the street out here. Mm-hmm. The driver's side is facing the pumps right here. The passenger side is over here facing the desert. But it just pulled in.
0: So, um, I, uh, Cody was wearing, like, a jacket and stuff like that, correct? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna pull his jacket off and uh, kind of shove one of the sleeves into the fuel uh, receptacle and leave the rest of it kind of hanging out and uh, I look at the rest of them I go we might want to back up a little bit as I light the complete other end of the sleeve on on fire and just start running to the back of the building
3: yeah I was expecting the world's biggest Molotov
0: (laughs) you ain't wrong my friend
2: okay um, anybody have a lighter?
0: Yeah, Viking's a
2: smoker. Okay, good save. All right, he lights it. Uh, Valentine, you have to drag uh, Cody with you. You don't get far enough, so you explode. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, the shirt's catching on fire, um, and you guys are making your way to the back. Uh, where are you Where are you running to? And keeping in mind, when you run, you can do double your movement uh, in squares. So you can kind of put... Put your guys wherever you want to be.
0: That's where the fuel thing was, correct? Where yeah, blue so marker
2: right, is? Yeah, yeah, right about there. Okay. Or you know, right scoop.
3: If I can keep scooting, I'm gonna keep scooting.
2: Yeah, you guys can. Uh, you have one. You can do another uh, round of movement and stuff wherever you want to go.
0: So I'm making it to the mountains. Hopefully there's like some kind of rocky, you know, like a boulder on the ground or something I can crouch behind or, you know, some an outcropping.
2: Um, Yeah, there is. There's, uh, you know, there's some big chunks of mountain and things that have been cut out of this cubby hole to build this, you know, long ago when that happened. Um, You can kind of climb in one of the ditches or get behind one of the boulders. Oh, wait,
3: I forgot. I made this guy slow.
2: And Eddie, you can move too. Well,
3: if I, if I double move.
2: That's cool. Right, right about then, when you get back there in the ditch and stuff, you, you can hear like a quick rumble and you see like when the fire goes down into the into you know the intake or whatever uh through the jacket um that it starts uh you know smoking out really fast and uh oops. Let me double check the uh... okay cool yeah, the, the fire goes down into the jacket and it goes down. You see kind of like smoke puff out of it. And, um, and then just after a couple seconds, you, you feel like that rumble kind of happen, And then the, uh, you see on these pumps here, um, each one of these little pump stations um, just bursts into flames and completely like erupts upward and the whole roof thing like collapses down on one side of it. And um, this whole side over here, going up the whole side of this parking lot, just completely just explodes up into a quick burst of flame, and then crumbles back down. Um, it it completely shakes the entire horseshoe of this little cavernous area or whatever, um, and echoes like super fucking loud. Um, and you see just black smoke just pillowing out just out of the top of this. Uh, all this wreckage because all, all four of these pumps are pretty much collapsed down with the roof on it. Everything's on fire.
0: Did, uh, did it blow the windows out of that van with a concussive force or anything?
2: Um, you can't see from where you're at. Sounds good, makes sense. Um, yeah, you guys are over there. Um, but that's what happened. Smoke's gushing out and stuff, um, firing. Uh, everybody give me a perception roll. For a minute
1: I saw things and now I see nothing again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're doing good. Um, yeah, you you, you can, uh, well at least Valentine Viking, you guys can hear um, someone kind of like yelling out um, from the other side of the parking lot. And just mm-hmm. saying like, yo, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then, uh, you know, it, they, they stop yelling.
3: Well, that, was, that was an old perception roll for me.
2: Oh, Okay, well then Viking heard I got that.
3: A, I got a new perception roll.
2: Yeah, Val- Valentine and Eddie, uh, your ears are ringing. Um, but Viking, uh, his ears are always ringing, so he's used to it. He actually heard the guy yelling like, oh, fuck, what the fuck?
0: That's my secret, Cap. I'm always deaf.
2: Right. <laughs> you work with it. You know how to work with it.
3: He's like the opposite of Daredevil. Yeah,
2: yeah, but everybody, but like I said, Eddie, Eddie, and uh, Valentine, y- your ears are ringing, uh, kind of muffled and stuff. Viking, it's a little muffled, but you, you, you were able to kind of hear that, pick that out.
0: Cool. Um, does anyone have an idea of what they want to do before I just start mm-hmm. launching into things? Uh,
3: I want to launch into things. They killed my boy.
2: Cool. What are you guys doing?
0: Uh, I'm going to try and make my way over to that van, but going around the opposite way, so, like, towards the craters.
2: Yeah, no problem. Uh, We can speed line this. Everybody can move uh, the same type of distance Viking is going. Viking, if you want to get to that corner. You know what I mean? I'm not going to make you move, move, because there's (laughs) nothing back there. Uh, You guys can go over to wherever you want to get so you can see the van and stuff.
3: Uh, if they're going that way, I'm going
2: to go this way. All right, cool. And you're dragging uh, Cody with you, right?
3: Uh, you can stay in the ditch.
2: Okay. He's back in the ditch chilling. He's got things to do. Um chilling. You, you guys get to the corner. Again, like the whole front, you can see, it, especially Valentine, you see it's all rubbled down and on fire and smoldering black smoke. Um, over on the other side over there, you can see the van. Um, it definitely looks like the whole side of it is dented in. All the glass is shattered out. Um... Uh, Viking and Eddie, you see that too. Uh, all, all the glass is shattered out of the van. Um, the side of it looks kind of like dented in with some debris hit it. Uh, there is even like some metal shards sticking out of the side of the van where maybe projectiles went. Um, you can see uh, a guy kind of in a, not really a hazmat suit, but like a white painter suit or jumpsuit sort of thing, um, crouched over another guy that's on the ground, and the other guy just looks like, you know, all bloody and stuff. You can even see like a chunk of metal sticking out of him. Um, and he's just, like, looking at him, he's like, fuck. And he's, like, shaking him. what the fuck? And he's, like, kind of shaking him. Uh, he hasn't noticed you. Uh,
0: so, gonna, I guess, move towards that if I can?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Um, this guy's seriously preoccupied, but I'm still gonna want to stealth if you're going up on, you know, close to the vanner in their direction. Or in his direction, I should say. The other guy's pretty much out of commission.
0: Um, Does it matter if I'm not trying to be stealthy?
2: Oh, yeah, no, then you don't have to be.
0: I can't hear, so I can't really judge how stealthy I would be, so I just wouldn't do it at all, period.
2: (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's fine.
0: See, I move up to there. That's as far as I can make it.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, you get up there, and just for the sake of having uh, tokens there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put these guys there. Um, however, this is the guy that's pretty much out of commission. Um, actually, let me put him on the side of the door here. He's on the driver's side of the van. The other guy went around to him and is crouched down dealing with him. Uh, yeah, you're walking up behind. Uh, he's not noticing you. Uh, Valentine, Eddie, what are you all doing?
1: <clears throat> Go ahead. I'll follow Viking, honestly.
2: Okay. Yeah,
1: Did you... my gun ever get unfucked?
2: Yeah, yeah, your gun's fine now.
1: Cool. I'll be right back also.
2: Okay. So, so you... I'll
3: move I'll move up here and point my gun at the guy and try to get his attention.
2: Um, yeah, you can do that. Uh, yeah, you, you, you point the gun. Wh- how do you want to get his attention? What do you want to do? Don't,
3: Don't you fucking
2: move. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, give me... Uh, let's see. You know, they, they did away with... Uh, there's no intimidation and stuff now, right? So
3: I have conversation and persuasion. It would
2: definitely be more persuasion. Let's go with persuasion. It was more of an aggressive persuasion. Now, uh, this guy has a severe negative to him. He just went through some traumatizing shit. Yeah. Yeah, he looks at you terrified. Uh, when he sees you, he's just kind of like, whoa, what the? And He just puts his hands up, and he's just kind of shaking, and he's looking at his friend. He's dying and looking at you. Uh, Viking, what are you doing? You see Valentine do that.
0: Uh, I Before I move, I say over my comms, I'm like, hey, Valentine, what's the corp that we're working for again? I want to make sure I give the right name, uh, not theirs. You know, keep our shits uh, tight.
3: I should know this. Hang on. Don't tell me.
2: It should be in the handout, too.
3: I am am totally blanking.
2: You want me to tell you? Yeah. Continental Brands.
3: I would not have come up with that. (laughs) Yeah, that's the company. It's uh, been a while.
2: Yeah, we haven't played in like a month or something, right? It's been, been a hot minute. Uh, but yeah, Continental Brands is the company that Valentine works for.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so I move the rest of the way up here. with. It's going to take all my movement just to get by next to him. But yeah, um, I get up on him. And I'm like, who the fuck are you?
2: Um, yeah, you give me a persuasion.
3: I mean, is he not sufficiently persuaded?
2: Um, Yeah, he's pretty scared, but, you know, now he's got somebody else asking him. I'm not sure if he's more Uh, terrified and frozen at you or if he's going
0: to. I don't have persuasion. I have conversation.
2: Um, All right. Yeah, uh, you can give me conversation. We'll see.
0: Persuasion is cool. Just throwing that out there. Yeah, yeah. So I can do a cool role then.
2: All right, yeah, you, you can do that. You know, cause he's already, he, you know, technically speaking, he's already scared, so I will take human conversation. Uh, Valentine kind of already put him in that oh, state, okay. so uh, it gives you a little more benefit, you know? Fair
3: enough.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Yeah. he looks at you, transferring the same amount of fear, <laughs> you know? So he's, he's definitely scared of you as well, and he's just like, well, what the fuck? He's like, uh, he's like no, no one was supposed to be out here. No one was supposed to be here. What's going on? he just seems kind of shocked
3: well we're here Good. motherfucker and so are you the question is why
2: like, oh, i'm just i'm just a cleanup crew man i'm just clean up. we're just here to clean up man what the hell what the hell just happened he's still kind of in shock
0: uh i look at him square in the eyes and i go this is what continental brands thinks of its employees look inside there you'll see everything you need to Now, give me your fucking van
2: <laughs> yeah, he, he just he just kind of like holds up the keys, shaking.
0: I I take them, just kind of push them to the side, and I look at the other two. I'm like, "Y'all coming or you leave? Or you staying?"
1: You really have to ask. Y-
0: yeah, I do. That's why I just asked. I mean,
3: yeah, um, I'm ready to bounce but we have
0: to... We, we gotta go pick up Cody on our way out. And do a little <laughs> bit of Cody. Oh,
2: yeah, of course. We can't leave Cody behind.
1: No, we're just gonna throw him in one of the ditches over there, and then we move on.
2: <laughs> Put up one of those roadside crosses and flowers. Call it a day. Poor guy. Yeah. That's horrible. Um, yeah, you can do that. You can grab him. Uh, this guy definitely gave you the keys. He's terrified. The other dude is, like, on death's door... Uh, that guy just goes back to his friend, like, trying, I guess, get him back. Just gives you the keys and is, like, cowering. Um, you can grab the van. You can grab Cody. Is that what you're doing?
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, that's how I'm moving.
2: All right, cool. Yeah, you guys grab that. You, you pull him in the van. The van's a little bit wobbly, but, but it's working. You know, one side of it's kind of dented. Like I said, has some metal shards sticking out of it. Uh, the windows are all blown out. But uh, you know that's like ninety percent of the cars in the combat zone, anyway, So whatever it, you know. Um, but it works, so that's kind of cool. Uh, what are you doing? You heading out on the highway? Heading back to the city?
3: Yeah. And as soon as we start rolling, I'm gonna put a call into Miss Forsyth. I don't care if it goes straight to voicemail. I'm going straight to the top.
2: Yeah, you call. Uh, it does. It goes to voicemail.
3: Yeah, I tell her. Uh, what we'll go. It's like, Cody? hey, you've reached
2: Olivia Foresight, Leave a message. I'll get back to y'all. Boop.
3: Yeah, this Foresight. we uh, encountered a bit of a demon or black ice problem. I'm not sure which. Uh, Cody was a, a fatality. And so, so were the uh, fuel reserves, incidentally. There were a bunch of gangers, uh, dressed up like Petrochem security personnel. And then a cleanup crew showed up and they didn't have any idea what was going on. I have no idea what's going on. It's it's shameful to admit that, especially to you, Miss Forsyth, but that is that is the deal. Call me back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you end the call um yeah also give me a everybody give me a perception roll
1: i'm just gonna say no it's gonna be like a six
3: i'm gonna put perception at the top of this list next time i make a character
2: um yeah, Viking, while uh, Eddie's not really noticing, we'll say you're kind of, like, uh, tending to Cody's body, getting him situated in the van while heading down the road. Uh, Valentine, you're preoccupied on the phone, but during that conversation, Viking, uh, you notice in the van, um, there's definitely cleanup equipment in there, uh, like lots of bleaches and, and wipes and mops and little nano cleaners and stuff. Uh, They're sprayed to remove organic material and stuff. And... Um, and then also uh, you notice like a bag that has like some other organic material in it and some of it is labeled um, with like valentine's name and cody's name and then you also see some paperwork um, from continental brands so it seems like this cleanup crew or whatever they're there to do uh, to clean or have some of valentine and cody's dna or evidence things or whatever they have in there it's linked up to continental brands like that cleanup crew is working with them you know you're kind of putting that together Uh, with that perception and kind of seeing with that paperwork.
3: Son of a bitch, I'm going to lose my benefits.
2: And then it's right then that uh, your phone goes off, um, and we'll say it's Valentine's phone, and it's it's Jinx giving you a call, which is Cody's cousin.
3: Yeah. Yeah, what up, Jinx? I hope you've got some good news for me.
2: She's like, hey, yeah, I've been trying to get a hold of Cody. Um, I've got some serious news for you guys. Um, Well, first off, I hacked the file. I got it, and I got some information for you. You're going to want to check this out, and that's cool. Um, I'm going to send you the address. You can come to the office now. Um, But wherever you're heading, if it's that Continental Brands job stuff that Cody was mentioning to me um, before when he hit me up, um, I would just avoid that. Um, I'm definitely finding some corrupt stuff on the net here. Um, And I always dig around for my cuz and there's some type of hit on you guys i don't know what it's about um but it's some type of inside job stuff just avoid that place or anything with that until i can find out more um and just meet me at the address just you guys come back here and let's go through this file um and tell cody to answer his fucking phone or call me back
3: yep fantastic you got it Clay.
1: you're not even gonna tell her
3: i'm not gonna tell her over the phone
1: (laughs) okay fair i guess
3: it's like breaking up with
2: somebody
1: on a text message. Yeah, and right? Right. It's, it's not done. But we've all done that. <laughs> oh. Come on.
2: Um, yeah. So <laughs> you get uh, you get an address to your uh, your agent. Um, and it looks like it's uh, to some type of uh, complex building, um, like an office complex, um, which you know is like, um, for instance not necessarily like a corporate tower or a corporate building for one particular brand owned by Biotechnica or a Continental Brand. It's more of like um, a strip mall of corporate buildings, if you will. So it's kind of like, yeah, it might be a, a Skyrise or a multi-complex, but it's usually floors or units rented out by different neocorps and things. It's usually not the uh, you know the, the most pristine of... Uh, uh, corp locations or, or entities, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's just DTLA. Got it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but yeah, you get that, <clears throat> and you're in you're in this van. What do you got? You heading there?
3: Seems like the thing to do. Yeah, most definitely.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you guys get through uh, through Night City, and you guys. Uh, let me just at least get you out of out of the uh, desert. Let me get into Sirenscape. Let me get out of the desert. Let me see if I can get us into the out on the streets of the city. We're heading back into the city. A little background music is going. Little car noises and sirens and yeah, yeah. You guys are into Night City. Um, but yeah, this address pretty much goes into um, kind of like the Little Europe area uh, in between little Europe and the upper Marina, um, near, uh, outside of the old city center, but not fully into the hot zone. So it's not all toxic right here. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's basically a big, uh, corporate building. Um, but it's kind of a, a collage of brands. In fact, there's all kinds of neon signs and holograms and things going up the building. You can tell it's a bunch of different, uh, incorporated entities that kind of rock this place. here I'll put you guys in the building and I got to turn down sirenscape those sirens were cranking right there there was some serious uh, serious action going on in the streets but yeah if you go to roll 20 you should be able to see the front part of this office are you guys there
0: yep I see it okay. I, like floor. I like the floor
2: yeah and oh and shout out to, to our sponsor Lion Banner Games he makes uh, like 99% of the maps I use um, he's made custom maps for me for different campaigns and things, plus ones he, he's created just off of his own brain. You can check out Lion Banner Games on uh, RPG, and show him some love because he's definitely been making our game really cool. Um, I really feel like Lion, Lion Banner Games and Sirenscape, man, they, they took uh, my GMing and our, our online game to a new level with the sounds and the maps and stuff. It's very cool. So really appreciative of, of both of those sponsors. Um, for real? I
1: feel the
3: same way. Lion Banner's been doing the greatest job.
2: Hell yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys get up there. It's a kind of like a front little lobby area to this. Um, when you get out the elevator, they own like kind of like I don't know a portion of this level. Um, there's some other units, but sh- but um, where Jinx told you yes. the meat is in this unit. You get into the front. Um, there's like a data term logged into the, the building system. A front desk, a receptionist who just tells you guys to sit and wait for a few moments. Um, There's a couple other people working at a workstation here. One is jacked in. There's just things going on. You're obviously in an office, not sure what the business is or what. Um, But yeah, after a few moments, um, and let me just get to the right. Hey, give me like
0: uh, two flashes. I'll be right back. Yeah, no problem. Oh, can I get in on that? Can we take like a two-minute break?
2: Yeah, no problem. You got to hit the little boy's room. Go for it. (laughs) we'll let everybody take a break and I'll use this time to tell anybody watching the stream and tuning in um, to make sure that you come back to the Cyberpunk Uncensored YouTube channel and Twitch channel this Saturday the 10th at 6pm post-standard time Uh, we're running the first episode of the GM Roundtable which is going to be basically uh, there's Four of us game masters getting together once a month. It's like the second Saturday of every month um, to talk about game master things and uh, role playing game stuff. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Anyways, the first uh, one is this Saturday. Um, so it would be really cool if you guys make that a plan and tune in and contribute to the chat as always. Just like the gameplay, um, I'm going to have the chat open and we'll be taking questions and going over stuff. It's going to be myself, uh, John John the Wise. Uh, Phil Harker Smith from Roll the Cast and um, Patrick Canals from Two Brothers Gaming. Um, so it should be pretty cool, you know. I think we have some some really uh, like a good team of, of GMs. You know, we should have some pretty interesting conversations.
0: Yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'll, if I if I have the uh, ability to do so, I'll definitely tune in. I'll throw some questions at you guys.
2: Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, and Chris Bennett says, wink at the receptionist. Got to establish dominance.
1: <laughs> at that point you might as well just t-pose at her
2: <laughs> yeah and then um, oh and the other thing too. anybody watching um, I know I might I said it at the beginning but let me just say it again go to cyberpunkuncensored.com. Um we're kind of doing a rehaul we're streamlining the site we've been working on a new logo we got like a new video coming and um, and take the time to go to the partners page and show some love to the sponsors uh, you know they're, they're supporting us And we want to support them back. And they're offering some cool stuff like discounts and affiliate link stuff where you can kind of join up and get free stuff. Like, really cool things. So go check that out. Um, All right. Everyone's back. Let's see what's up. Let's make this happen. Um, So you guys are in the front receptionist area. Um, Yeah, and after a little while, uh, Jinx steps out, who you guys met, met before. Um, And this is Jinx. This is uh, Cody's cousin. Um, And she steps out through this door. There's a door right here. Um, But she steps out through there, and she uh, sees you all sitting on the couch and kind of hanging out in the lobby, and she walks over. Let me get your your, uh, tokens on the page just to get some reference here, and you guys can go wherever you want. Oops. Viking. Valentine. And I'll say uh, Cody's body is in the van. I don't think you're going to drag him up into this building and (laughs) unless yeah yeah Um, yeah but she comes out she walks over she's like oh cool you you got where's Cody he's in the van okay why didn't he come up what the hell he's still not answering my calls
3: let's uh, let's get up to the room
2: is something wrong
3: something is very wrong we we don't want to talk about it here
2: she starts to look really concerned she's like okay Let's step back in here, and she uh, takes you in the in the into the other room. Uh, let me reveal. All right, you guys see the rest of the room. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys can move your tokens in there. You can follow her in there. Um, she basically takes takes you into this room, um, and then she you know kind of gestures over to this guy that's behind the desk over here. Um, and you can see uh, just a young exec-looking guy, has some visible cybernetic arms and stuff, but fairly young to be a, an exec. Um, but Jinx just kind of, like, points over, and she introduces him. She's like, this is our exec. This is our, our, our main guy. This is Nova. Um, and he just kind of, like, nods over to all of you. He's like, yeah, I've actually heard a lot about you people.
3: What do you mean, you people?
2: Your team. He's like, uh, so, <laughs> he's like, what do you know about... Us about the OC.
3: Absolutely nothing. And I'm yeah. gonna turn to Jinx and say, Do you trust this guy? Is he like family to you?
2: And this is uh some type of borged out security dude just chilling in the corner of the room. Um you can see him back over here. Um completely borged out, like uh almost hundred percent robotics looking. Um but yeah, Jinx uh Jinx, who walks over and stands next to Nova, she just like looks at you and just like, yeah, uh, I trust him with my life. This is my partner.
3: All right, so I am going to stand in front of the desk, uh, lean heavily on it, and just kind of like droop my head, shake my head. My character's got a good bit of empathy, so I'm just going to try to bring that to bear. Okay. And I'm going to say... It was a setup from the start. They knew who we were, what we could do, where we would be.
2: Okay, so where's Cody?
3: They got Cody.
2: Got Cody? Where? Where did they take him? I thought you said he was in the van.
3: He
0: is in the van.
2: Is Cody dead?
0: They fried his fucking circuits, man.
2: She starts crying. Uh, Nova kind of, like, uh, puts his arm around her and just kind of, like, trying to make her feel better. Um, but she's definitely crying. She's like, fuck, I, I told him don't trust those fucking corpse. And, and, and you said it was a setup? Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what I figured. That's what I told him. I told him that's what would happen if he was working for these assholes. She's just kind of crying and freaking out a little bit. Um, Nova just kind of, like, is hugging her, and he leans over, and he's like, yeah, so it's really unfortunate very fucking typical. He's like, you know what we do here? You know what the OC is? And why don't you uh, of, uh, yeah I give was me gonna say, out
0: of game would we know?
2: Uh yeah. gimme everybody give me a one D ten. I'm gonna do a little rep rep te- check here.
0: It wouldn't be education,
2: would it? Uh no no just one D ten. This is uh this is a rep check. Well it
3: looks like Eddie knows what's
2: up yeah um yeah eddie and and even uh even viking you know but valentine you haven't really heard of it you're you're very you know very corp like you were very dedicated and loyal to continental brands um so maybe you you weren't outside of that world enough to to hear about this but very close as you can see because viking has heard of them um but yeah you've heard of the oc it's operation chaperone and it's kind of a unique corporation. Um, they're not as big as other like megacorps, they're a neocorp, but they have been around a long time in the underground, and this is how Viking knows about them, is, um, and, and Eddie Brass too, especially Eddie, um, because you know that they've supported like underground musicians, um, as well as like people like Viking and parts of the Combat Zone. Um, the whole Operation Chaperone thing, they take independent investments and like angel investors and stuff and they allocate it to the sections of the combat zone to kind of rebuild it up give protection take control away from like evil corps and put it back in control of the people and that's kind of how viking knows about them because viking that's kind of you kind of help out your building in the combat zone you have very similar mentality you know but this is kind of a corp version of that um but yeah they use investments to kind of combat other fucked up corporations um They don't necessarily do things by the book or legally all the time. Um, They're kind of an insight uh, sort of movement in the sense that, like, they'll fund underground artists and people like Viking and things like that to maybe disrupt um, other corporations and uh, politicians and things that are in play that they're maybe against that aren't maybe best for the people. Um, So kind of like a good guy version of a corp, if you will. And that's what you kind of know about them, just at least lightly speaking and generally speaking. Maybe not the specifics of them, but that's what you know about them when you ask Viking and Eddie.
1: So, yeah, we got an idea. So, what do you want with us?
2: He, uh, he's like, uh, well, you know, <laughs> I've heard a lot about kind of what you're doing, especially you and you. And he kind of he's pointing at Eddie and Viking. And he says, uh, you know, I know that we've had our issues. And he kind of looks over towards Jinx and he's like, with Cody, you know, and and God have his soul, you know, rest in peace, Cody. And she just kind of like is teary-eyed and is shaking her head. And he's like, but it was inevitable. We kind of knew what was up. But we also know that he was working with you. And when we found out about the hit with Valentine and we knew Cody was close, which just kind of came to light today, and uh, Jinx kind of shakes her head again. She's like, if I would have just looked into it sooner, you know, maybe I could have done something. And he just kind of stops her and says, you did the best that you can. It's Don't blame yourself. Let's let's maybe do what's right from here on in and, and make his life worth something at this point. Maybe we can uh, get I, some revenge. I mean, let's
0: be fair. He was dead the moment he walked through that corp door.
2: Um, Jinx just kind of, like, looks at you and, and nods. She's still kind of teary-eyed. But Nova says... Exactly, and that's exactly how it is, and I hope maybe you learned your lesson, and he kind of nods towards you, Valentine, and then uh, and then he says, but anyways, you know, we've had our eyes on you, and I wanted to kind of approach, well, especially you, Eddie, you Viking, Valentine in the position you're in, doors open with you, you're, you don't have a home back at Continental Brands, I hope you realize that. And, uh, you know, the door is open here if you want to kind of transition and maybe take some of the knowledge you have from that company to help us do what we have to do. And we can get into that if you agree. But first and foremost, I wanted to kind of let you, Eddie, and, and you, Viking, know that, you know, we've been watching and we would really like to kind of align our efforts here. Obviously, today is a bit of a weird situation. You guys have just gone through some serious shit. And again, I, I, my heart goes out to Cody. He kind of, like, looks at Jinx again. You can tell he's very empathetic. As uh, as intense as he kind of comes across as a high exec, he does have some empathy to him. You can feel that. Um, but, he, but he says, uh, you know, no matter what, uh, moving forward, I'd like to kind of see if uh, you want to work with the company. You know, I see what you're doing in the combat zone. And this is kind of directed towards you, Viking. Um, he says, you know, I see what you're doing in the combat zone we 've actually been working on on a part of the neighborhood nearby, and you are familiar with that Viking, knowing about the combat zone, hearing about this company and the rep role that you did. Um, you know that just nearby where where kind of your building is, they rebuilt up a part of the combat zone they actually put in some type of transport uh, area that does public transport out of the combat zone, um, which is very fucking rare um, they 've cleared out some other stuff so uh, deliveries can happen they 're just kind of trying to Um, I don't want to say gentrify, but they're kind of boosting up what already is. They're not clearing out bad people or combat zone or poor people. They're trying to build up what it is within, which is very similar uh, to what you do with your building. Um,
0: Yeah. It's not gentrification. It's rehabilitation. Exactly.
2: Um, But yeah, Um, you've heard of that and and you pointed that out.
0: So I kind of look at them. I look over at Eddie. I say, so let's get to brass tacks. Then if you want us to, if you want me to work with you, you got to give me a show of good faith. Sure. You fixed up that part of the neighborhood, but there's still plenty more to fix up. And, uh, my priorities start with my building. That's where my people are. You put a job on that to get that secure so that no more kids are snatched off the street. I'll work with you.
2: He just kind of like looks at jinx and like laughs. He's like, I, you, you definitely come in demanding and that that's humorous. He's like, I, I think you better talk to a couple of our other affiliates. And, um, and just see exactly what the possibilities are. I, d- I don't think you truly understand what I'm offering you here. Um, and he kind of like presses down on the comm he's like, uh, hey, hey, yes, yeah, send them in, send him in. And he kind of like beeps on the comm and he's like, I have no problem helping you're part of the neighborhood. I'm going to help the entire combat zone before I'm through. He's like, and in fact, I want your help. This is where I'm at. We need more people like you that can actually sling a blade, throw a bullet, and help out when it comes to that side of things. And you're already kind of embedded in there. And then when it comes to you, Eddie, like you, you're, you're a great front man. We need a voice. We need a new voice. And may, maybe he can explain it a little better. And he kind of like points uh, behind you. Um, and you can see walking in through the door, um, this elderly sort of rocker boy kind of walks in. Um, and Eddie Brass, you recognize him right away. It's uh, Big Z. Um, This famous rocker boy from back in the day. Um, He's a bit older now, he's kind of weathered. But he walks in the door, um, and you're a little bit awestruck because, you know, he's... You know, whereas you're, for talking meta, you know, a level four rocker boy. This dude's like up there, he's like, you know, eight or nine or so by now. He's famous as fuck, and he's known for, you know, kind of pushing the anti-corp agenda. Uh, he's very much like how you are lyrically and musically. Not Maybe not style. He's a little more old school, but definitely message-oriented. But you recognize him right away. He walks in.
1: And he's probably just, well, first of all, he's fangirling on the inside. But on the outside, he's trying to, like, stay composed. And he's like, holy shit, Zen, good to meet you. And, like, offers, like, him a hand to see if he'll take it because he's just, like, Please, please, just shake my hand, please.
2: No, he he shakes your hand and he actually recognizes you. Like he he's like, no, I, I know about you. He's like, I really dig your lyrics. It's really cool. And uh and I and I and I just want to add here. I hope I'm not talking too much out of style of Big Z because Alex played Big Z in the previous 2020 Red uh, game we were doing. That was around 2023 or so, like right prior to Fourth Corporate War. Then the bomb went off. Well. Now here's the reveal, he did survive. He's been rocking ever since. He's been working with Operation Chaperone, kind of pushing their message musically and rallying the public in the combat zone to kind of align with their messages and things. Um, but he is getting older. He's kind of He's at the end of that career, you know, he wants to retire, he wants to do whatever he's doing. And in fact, Alex, you tell me what would Big Z do? He gets this famous, he's big, he's ready to kinda of pass on the torch to Eddie. Operation Chaperone wants Eddie to kind they You know, Nova says, you know, I'd love to put you on tour, Eddie, and kind of push the message and and get you a whole country route going, the same thing we did with Big Z. We need someone else out there kind of uh, vocalizing for us. But what would Big Z uh, say to Eddie to kind of encourage that or talk about what he's been doing?
3: Well, I was chatting with uh, our YouTube people, so (laughs) I kind of missed... Zen's entrance But I picked up on it A little bit later And Surprise surprise I'm, I'm about to tear up <laughs> um, Zen is gonna uh, Walk up to Eddie and clap him on the shoulder And say you did good kid I heard What you did To that 7-Eleven It was beautiful we need we need more soldiers like you.
2: Thank you.
1: I try so hard. Eddie's a little bit of a, a baby in this moment.
2: Yeah. yeah also,
3: I... can you play bass?
1: <laughs>
2: uh, you know, I'll do my best. Yeah, and what would uh what what would Big Z do? Like, is he gonna retire and settle down and go off somewhere? What's his plans in his elder age? You know, he's definitely done. Out touring and and rioting and fighting and being the head of you know oc's uh, uh oh. person or whatever what, what's he going to be up to
3: there's uh there's no settling down for zen there's more work to be done he uh can't be a frontline soldier anymore but uh he can
2: coordinate maybe, he maybe. can
3: plan he uh, can how about lead
2: Nova, the group how about novices yeah big z's plan uh Eddie, we want to get you on the road right away. Big Z is going to kind of mentor you as far as uh, helping align with the right messages. Still, you have complete creative control. We love your style. We love what you're doing. But uh, let Big Z mentor a little. In fact, Big Z, why don't you uh, go tour manage that that tour, and maybe you can kind of uh, make sure at least the first tour goes kind of smooth, and then we'll we'll see if we can't get you in your own division and, and running your own section.
3: Yeah, that sounds like the plan.
1: Sounds like
2: a dream. Oh yeah. Yeah, and right then, uh, uh, another uh, guy walks in and you see uh, this old couple kind of like walk in. They look like they're old school friends. Um, one very tech light, one very soloed out. and uh, And all of you recognize one up immediately. Uh, from all the streams and the famous videos of crazy fighting and missions and things that he's done in his time. Now an older man. Uh, Hell yeah. But he walks in, and so does this other sort of tech. And anybody watching, these are old school characters that my players were running when we were doing the 2020 Red Hybrid. Um, But they all survived. They made it into their elder age and ended up kind of working for the OC, the Operation Chaperone, and now they're kind of running into the new characters, but Nova introduces them as they walk in, but you don't need an introduction. You recognize at least one up right away, but he introduced and said, yeah, this is one up and stitch. They've been Mm -hmm. with us for a long time. Stitch has been key in getting us set up in different locations where we've had to maybe do some takeovers and stuff and maybe set up some kind of new tech and invent some things maybe that haven't been around that we needed to maybe do some illegal things, but we won't get into that. All I can say is, She's been crucial, and maybe you've heard of 1UP, maybe you've seen his streams, but Viking, I would like you to spend some time with him uh, because you're kind of uh, taking over the position he had. He was heading up a lot of our Black Op missions, and like I said, with your background and what you've done for your building, I want to expand it. You know, you, you came in demanding work on your building. I told you, I want to work on the whole Combat Zone. I'm going to work on your building. That'll be first and foremost. We'll get them set up and safe so you're comfortable leaving them for some times. And we want you to kind of work with 1UP and I'll kind of show you the ropes. Head up some other divisions. We might have to clear out some other areas so we can get them stable and get the people the help that they need to progress in this fucked up city. If you're down with that, we'll get started immediately. And in fact, what I'd like to do is uh, let's get you a new hand or a new arm and get that taken care of. I I see it. That's looking kind of raw.
0: Uh, you know, between the one-up and myself, we're at least two good pairs. You know, with Mr. Uh, three Arms over here.
2: <laughs> yeah, he just kind of, like, laughs. Uh, yeah, and Jinx is looking a little bit better. Um, she's still kind of upset at the fact that, you know, what happened with Cody. Um, but she looks up, and she just kind of looks at all of you, and she's like, look, Cody was family to me, but I knew he was into some fucked-up shit. Corpse are evil. He knew that, but he's family. It's horrible. But I hope all of you can at least team up with us. I, I, I know I probably could have gotten him to do this after what happened today. I mean, I was hoping to avoid what happened today, but but whatever. we got to move forward. I, I hope you all agree, and, and you'll team up with us. And uh, Nova kind of cuts her off, and then he looks towards you, Valentine, and he says, and that kind of leaves you, like I said, the door is open. Yeah, I'm sure you realize you can't go back to Continental Brands. Um, and then he kind of like tosses a folder off towards you. Um, and in that folder, you can see that it has like, you know, your image and a bunch of info and um, like all your background stuff, all your life path stuff, and all the headers are continental brands. Um, and then there's some redacted stuff. And then there's extra pages of what was redacted, um, like like uh, Nova and them got access to maybe some inside info, whatever these files were. But it definitely lays out um, some sort of setup at an Oasis station where, they, where it looks like um, they were going to place DNA and then there was like a report that was going to get released um, that was going to look like frame you, basically. Frame you and the team uh, for going out and trying to take over a Petrochem station and stuff. Um, whether Continental Brands would act like you weren't part of it or you died, if that was to separate from the bomb thing that happened, you guys can, can deduct that and do your roles. Um, But there was definitely a hit from that, confirming that you probably can't go back to Continental Brands. Um, But he's like, uh, you know, there's a place here for you. Um, I'd like to kind of set you up. I can get you in an office, um, get you a proper team to work with, and maybe head up some of these operations. You know, you had some really good loyalty. I've looked into what you've done and, you know, how long you've been with them. Uh, If you're convinced, uh, like you should be, that you can't go back, um, and that maybe your alignment should shift a little bit, um, we'd love to have you.
3: I'd like to think that uh, Cody had only nice things to say about me. But.
2: Um... Uh, Col- Cody had. Uh, uh, Jinx speaks up and she says, no, Cody had extreme loyalty to you. Uh, you know, ever since he started working with you, which wasn't that long ago, um, he was excited. He had extreme loyalty to you. Which you yes, know he did. You, you did hook him up. You gave him compliments. You gave him more than 20%. You, you hooked him up. You had his loyalty booming for real, though.
3: Good to hear. Shame he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so Valentine's priorities are absolutely to align himself with this new corporation that's been presented to him. But uh, in the back of his mind, he's thinking uh, maybe send out a resume to Petrochem since his home corp has been actively sabotaging everything. He has intimate knowledge of those operations and could maybe turn it around on them.
2: Yeah, I think that's what uh, Nova was asking you for too, remember? Um, But yeah, you definitely have options. Uh, I definitely don't think Continental Brands is one anymore. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. But, uh, but oh, yeah. I'm just going
3: to go back I'm just going to go back and get, get head shot walking through the door
2: just go in and clock in and act like nothing happened
3: <laughs>
2: um, yeah you can do whatever you want um, you know I. what are you telling Nova though he just said that I'm, he,
3: telling, I'm telling Nova that I'm in
2: okay cool he's excited uh, he says look it's settled then you know you have a new home here I really want you guys to kind of talk with our team get things aligned And then he points towards Stitch, and he's like, and and Stitch is actually going to stay on board. Uh, Stitch was a bit younger, if you guys can remember, too. Um, But he said, you know, I want Stitch to to head out on tour um, and kind of work tech stuff with you, Eddie, and um, kind of show the ropes as far as making messages go across us. she could probably invent some things that might help along the way as well. Um, But first things first, uh, he tosses you guys a key card, um, and he's like, look, go over to the corporate condo, Get cleaned up. Stay there tonight. It's a bit of a safe house. No one will know you're there. Uh, Viking will get your hand taken care of in the morning. Uh, And then we'll have a group meeting. And we'll start uh, everyone's life here at Operation Chaperone.
0: I don't trust corpse very much, but this is the best thing I think I can trust at the moment. So I'll take it.
3: It's a different kind of corpse.
2: Yeah, I would definitely, you know, <laughs> you, you, to, yeah. just so you yeah. know, just so you know you rolled the rep roll that, you know, I'm giving you the inside info. This is yeah. definitely the anti-corp corp. Oh yeah, um, no. He's 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 oh, yeah. totally all
0: about it, but he's saying this to kind of like keep up appearances and shit like that. Sure. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Of course.
0: Fair
3: enough. Understandable. Yeah. Have a good day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, so it's good. You know, he's happy with that. He gives you guys the card um, you know big z stitch uh you know one up everybody just kind of like nods shakes hands and they're happy you guys are on board and tell you they're looking forward to meeting up um in the next few days and working out plans and and getting you guys started um so yeah you guys head out of uh, out of the uh the office you guys head over to the address it's 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 just like you described a super nice condo um in a little private building um it's over on the side of the university um it's very um a lot nicer inside in the building than it, than it would appear on the outside or at least in the location. Cause it seems very, uh, university like, uh, college student esque sort of area, I guess. But, um, but yeah, Hey, it's a safe house. It's kind of hidden in that area. Um, uh, but super nice. You guys are able to rest up, uh, meet up with the company the next day and go over meetings and, you know, set out the plans for Eddie's first tour and working with big Z and Viking. He's Already got plans for investing in your building and kind of building up that area and other areas that he needs you to kind of help clear out with a team of other solos and people to kind of help when needed. Um, And then Valentine, um, he's got you in the office kind of working on some other suburb plans. Um, Anyways, this is talk about what what is going to happen in the days. And then he's got the plan for Viking to go and get his uh, hand or arm or whatever taken care of, whatever he needs. He just basically wants to make Viking happy and prove to everyone that you know, you guys are worth something to him and, and the company. Um, so everything is kind of on the up and up. And we're going to end Team Spicy on that note. Uh, we're going we're gonna to end it on the positive fact that you guys are, are now working for at least an entity that's an anti-corp corp. So you have that steady income, steady gigs, um, something you can at least trust that aligns more with kind of what you guys are about and kind of brings Valentine into the fold as well. Now he's not like the corp, you know, working with the anti corpse. Now, he got a little taste of the evil corpse stuff and was pulled into the anti-corp corp. <laughs> so he can still do his corpse shit, his exec stuff, but with a little different alignment, if you will. You know, a little different direction, which is kind of cool. It puts everybody on the same page. Um, but then there, you guys are also kind of separated. You know, Eddie's getting ready to go on tour. Um, and Big Z's going to kind of show, take him under the wing, which is very cool. And Stitch is heading out with him to kind of help with the tour work. And then you've got... Uh, you know, Viking, who's definitely diving into the combat zone, man with a mission, funded by the Corp to help clean up areas. And they're starting with his building first, which is very cool. His building is so fucking excited and proud of him. Everyone's rep went up, you know, amazingly from this big uh, <clears throat> sort of jump. And, uh, and yeah, 1UP uh, was helping Viking do all this, um, I should add. He's, he's you know, fall, uh, basically showing him the ropes on how to work with uh, the OC during you know, the process or whatever. And then Valentine, you're, you're a bit separated. Uh, you know, you're not working, uh, you know, with another past team member or someone else, but you are taken under the wing of Nova, which is very cool. He's kind of a different type of exec. Now, whether you stick with it or you want to pursue Petrochem or whatever, you know, the world is your oyster, so to speak. Um, let's not forget Continental Brands is probably still on all of your asses, but at least now you have another corp that seems to have your back, you know? Um, but Valentine, the other, the, the other reason, and speaking to Alex and just for people watching too, um, I know that, uh, you know, team spicy wasn't able to carry on and you wanted to still play and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to play this out to loop back in the previous characters that we have, give it some closure, some happy ending, open world stuff that you can envision how it turns out. But I also wanted to place Valentine in this position where maybe he might slide into team nameless once in a while. Or we'll start up a separate campaign if you want to, and we can talk about whether once in a while or ongoing with some other people that I've met now in the recent times that also have advanced red, one of being one of the owners of Sirenscape. Um, So there's different people I'm going to be talking to and putting together some side mission stuff, whether one shots or intermixing with Team Nameless. But I know you were open to that, um, so I kind of wanted to push your character in a direction that allowed me to to do that if we wanted to. So I just wanted you to know that. And then, as always. I am
3: very excited for that. And I think that you wrap this up in the most magnificent way. I hadn't seen any of this coming, and you are an absolute star for doing it. I I have one thing to point out, though. You put uh, Valentine's base of operations right next to a university campus. So a lot of college girls are about to fall in love and just straight up be murdered. (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah. no Val- Hey, it's why his handle is Valentine, right? <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I tried to put some thought into wrapping it up to where it wouldn't just be wrapping up current characters, but pulling in some nostalgic feeling shit, you know, and some, just tugging on some emotions with that. And I, it, I got teary-eyed talking about it. I got teary-eyed writing out like when I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, when Big Z walks in the door, you know? Like I thought that was just <laughs> such a cool moment. Uh, right on, man. But, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's nice.
0: (laughs) It's nice knowing everyone's still around and everything. She's back. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it's nice knowing everyone's still around and still kicking it through the the rubble.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to say, too, like I know, uh, you know, with your job and, uh, you know, everything else going on and, like, the timing just wasn't aligning. We weren't able to play anymore and with, like, you know, pandemic stresses and everything, whatever – if, you know, the door is always open. So if you guys ever want to come back, do a one-shot or slide back into a Team Spicy mission or a new one, you know, or whatever. Um, just hit me up any because we can easily slide these characters into a mission, cross over to Team Nameless, put them into a new one, do a one-shot, whatever. You know what I mean? I love playing with, with all of you. So, like, if you ever want to play again, you just let me know and we're doing it.
0: It'll be that... Uh that season break between the anime when they come back after a time skip and they've been training with the mentors.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: No, I love it. Uh, you know, and just keep that in mind. And Red is about to come out, which is very cool. I don't know if you heard the news, but uh, the the rule set and editorial phase is done. Artwork layout is done. It's been sent off to the printers. So it's just a matter of time of printing and shipping. Now, granted, during the quarantine, that could take fucking months. Who knows? But at least it's to that point. You know what I mean? So uh, so at least that will be happening. We'll have more players, more GMs. I think the community will be growing. Um, things will be getting better and better, and we'll be doing more with it. So I just wanted to share that news, too. I was excited about that. But, um, but yeah, super sad to see Team Spicy uh, come to an end, but super happy that we were able to do a wrap-up like this and kind of make it, I don't know, epic or cool or whatever, put, it, put closure to it, you know? And I appreciate that, you guys coming back to do that.
3: It was epic and cool.
2: Hell, great. yeah, we went out with a literal bang. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. That's true, too. And I wasn't expecting that. I was totally thinking you guys were going to, like, you know, beat up the cleanup crew and take the van or whatever. But that was like some some huge bomb stuff. I was like, oh, shit. We're going big time with this. That was cool.
0: See, that's the problem. <laughs> I, I worked at a gas station when I was younger. I know all the weak points.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that was cool. Um But yeah, aside from that, again, thanks so much for playing. Everybody tuning in, please like and share the video. Subscribe to Cyberpunk Uncensored on YouTube and Twitch. Check out uh, cyberpunkuncensored.com, especially the partners page and all the sponsors. And um, yeah, I appreciate the hell out of it. I don't know what else to say. I'm actually a little bit sad to hit stop streaming uh, for the last time here with Team Spicy, but I got to do it. Any last words before I kill the transmission?
0: Fuck the corpse and keep on fighting. Hell yeah. Thanks
1: for having us.
2: It's been great playing with you guys. All right. Take care. Take care, everybody listening.